Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Ronin System Podcast. Today, I have a special guest, uh, Andrew the Idea. Yes, sir. Um, so, before we even start, man, how did where'd you come up with idea? The idea. <laughs> um, uh, it's pretty funny. I uh, so the the name came from. I actually did a little monologue explaining the name. I haven't put it up yet, but basically, the the gist of it was that my friends they all came at me with stuff, the ideas that they want to implement and stuff, uh, like a video idea or a song idea. Um, and then I always come up with like the idea to connect it to what we, we do. So I then like one day they were telling me, uh, my friend Samaj Sinclair, he's an artist around here uh, from Concord. He was like, man, you, you, you have so many ideas. You just should be an idea. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to write my name. Like, Andrew, the idea came out. Uh, I just had that from Chance the Rapper, like that kind of thing. Okay. And I just had a lot of ideas all the time. But an idea uh, is like my artist name I put up on iTunes and stuff. And that came from, I looked on, typed an idea on iTunes and like 20 artists came up <laughs> and I did not want to get buried there. Yeah. Um, so then I, I did an idea. It sounds a little more unique as like an artist name. And then that connected to the Andrew, the idea, which Andrew, the idea is just like my, like Instagram and, and you know, that kind of stuff, the, the Twitter and all that. That's like my name for that kind of stuff. But an idea is like the artist. I, I, it's not like a distinction between the two, but it's like connected enough that you'll be able to yeah. figure out the music part and then the personality the person you know all right so i guess building off of that um let's just explain to everyone who you are oh uh so i am andrew the idea or an idea on itunes spotify uh all that kind of stuff um all the platforms all the platforms honestly everything uh i'm, I'm with one this distri distributing kind of thing that puts it on everything was amazing but uh i'm a music producer in charlotte i am a video editor, I'm, I'm dabbling in that recently because uh, I got Final Cut Pro, which is huge, a huge step up from like iMovie and you can do so many crazy things. I, I have to see the opportunity to do it. Um, I bought uh, the whatever the music production and pack that you can get for students that's 200 bucks for all the production yeah. stuff. So that's what got me into like making music. Um, I, I produce for R&B um, artists around here and, and hip hop a lot. Um, I'm part of it. I produce like in-house for my label that I have called The Kitchen. Um, and it, that's just more like my production company, which is a subset under The Dropouts, which is Samash and Claire. Um, and I just, I make music for all of them. I make music for anybody in Charlotte that needs beats and that kind of stuff and needs instrumentals because I'm, I'm huge in just trying to get the community wrapped into one like solid like base of music um there's there's a problem i think recently is that everyone's kind of competing with each other in yeah. charlotte and they're not really coming together so like i want to be that one producer that's known to work for anybody and with anybody and we'll sit in the studio with you and, and, and make a song with you like, yeah like the, the one love kind of thing <laughs> yeah honestly it's, it's that that's i'm so into that and uh i've always been into that since i was a kid so um i was really into music when i was i was like i'm classically changed in, in piano trained in piano um then when i got bored of that i went to percussion and those are the two drums uh viol uh, vibraphone i don't know if you've ever seen those yeah. before and uh so i was really good at that and those are the two ingredients you need for beat making so then i went into that from there and then uh yeah my main idea is just the main idea is just yeah. to, <laughs> dude all the time people are like hey man i got an idea like you ain't got me yeah <laughs> you <ain't> got me <laughs> I just say it all the time because it's dumb, but it's funny. So um, you're you're still at UNCC, or yes, sir. How many years do you have? 
Uh, I have one more year left. I'm a junior. One more. Okay, so you're uh, a junior. I took a year off after high school because uh, I didn't think – I thought maybe the music might pan out. Um, and then it did take off when I got back into school, <laughs> which is weird. Not take off, take off, but, like, people hit me up for, yeah, for instruments yeah. and stuff. I mean, you always got to at least try it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Especially um, being between, like, high school and college. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's ideal to, for people that, you know, like you that have – an idea, <laughs> want to explore that idea, Absolutely. you know, it's, you can take a gap year. There's yeah, no, there's no yeah. problem with that. And uh, to also, I, I heard about it, this was after I got in, back into college, but I heard that, like, you need to, like, do all your creative stuff now, yeah. in your 20 to 30, mm-hmm. um, when you aren't that into your career yet, I think by 25, 26, you'll still be, you'll have that creative mindset, but you'll be working 9 to 5 and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so I, I wanted to take that opportunity that year off to just work and work on creative stuff. And that's where I got, I bought it for my first camera. I bought, um, my mic, my headphones, my speakers, just to have that stuff because that's also an investment I'll, I'll use later as well. And I'm still using to this day. Um, but yeah, that, that is where like, oh man, I forgot what you were talking about. <laughs> what was that original question though? Uh, I was just asking if you're still in school. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we sorry. just kind of went off on a tangent. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still in school. I'm there for communications, uh, mass media, um, concentration, because I'm, I want to do something in radio, maybe. I think some sort of radio host I, c- I could probably do yeah. or work my way up by getting the communications degree, get an internship at a, a radio or a record label, and, and yeah. go from there. That's like plan. I have three plans. I have plan B, which is the middle ground, mm-hmm. which is the comp- combination of the two like extremes. Really good at music, A, which is what I really want. Yeah. And C is like keep working at my part-time job I'm about right now. Yeah. Uh, I work at uh, the Parks and Rec Department in Cornelius, which okay. is fun, but you know, it's also like a town servant kind of thing. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, what's a public servant? Yeah. So I could stay there forever and get crabby pay, or I can... You know, make your dream come true, yeah, kind for, of thing. That's right. That's yeah. that's plan A. I feel that. I feel that. That's true. You know. So, with mute, like, what's what's your favorite genre? <sighs> oh, I, I bounce around all the time, just also for inspiration. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I I need it. Uh, but my favorite genre right now is definitely R and B, and it's like okay. modern R and B. So. It's pretty interesting what people have been doing with, with R&B recently. Um, there's this one person came called uh, Summer Walker. I don't know if you've heard of her. Um, she's an artist. Yumi. Um, they're all... Yeah, oh, okay. uh, what's this other guy? Um, Odie. Odie. It's, they're all people that branched off of, like, Frank Ocean Sound. Yeah. So, and like, I, not mainstream. No, not mainstream. Yeah, for sure. And they're, they get, they're popular. They get, uh, like, you know, 500K followers at the most across the whole country. But, like... That is like a lot to me. I think I'm, I'm into that kind of stuff just because there's raw emotion and, and that kind of stuff. I get, I really connect with that, you know. Um, that's me right now. But obviously, like when I first started making beats, I was really into hip hop and I was really into classic hip hop, trying to figure out how to make that. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then after, from there, I went modernizing like hip hop, which is like taking old instruments from there, from the '90s and, and those like high pitched like whistling noises from like the west coast kind of hip-hop and and put it into like trap beats and it, it sounds kind of <laughs> crazy it sounds real crazy and I, I don't even some of that stuff's not even out and I, i'm just like working on the beat and yeah just trying to it's all experimental that. oh yeah i'm yeah i am trying to stand out from these like 
trap music kind mm-hmm. of stuff by mixing in the R&B, which I'm in love with right now. I'm, I'm listening to all the time. I listen to like old Drake as well. Like old Drake's just really yeah. R&B music. Um, and like, so I'm just like really into that, trying to bring that all into like one genre, which it's kind of like called like trap and B nowadays. Trap and B. Yeah, I don't know if you've right. heard of that. So there's, just, a, there's a mix of everything yeah, in there. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. And there's genres of everything now, which is amazing though. It's, it's, it's crazy just because everyone's making music. Yeah. So um, I'm sure there's like three people that are making music right now in your apartment complex, guaranteed. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Probably. There's actually, um, surprisingly, there's a lot of college students here. Yeah, yeah. For some reason. I don't know why. It's like it's there's no colleges here. nearby. Yeah, except for, I guess, she went to Charlotte, right? Yeah, but that's like 30, 20, 30 minutes Yeah, away. see, that's the, only, that's the closest yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. But um, is there any music you wouldn't listen to? Uh, well, <laughs> so I would say country normally. Okay. But <laughs> just because just cause I was beat into that. Like, I, uh, that was pounding my brain when I was a kid. And I was very formative years of, of music. Um, I listened to country all the time because my parents were... And that got me really into country, but then like I got burnt out yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, you got tired of it. Yeah, and it does not not to rag on it, but like there is very formulaic things about country sometimes that get stuck in their guitar, vocals, little pitch down, or just you know they they're real low, you know yeah, <laughs> that yeah. kind of stuff. And I'm not. I just I fell out of love with it. I uh, I make fun of country a lot. Yeah. I typically don't listen to it either. Yeah. But um, I say that country music, if it's going to be a country song, it needs to have at least one of three things, if mm. not all three. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, religion, typically, you know, God, yep. alcohol, and uh, something to do with really bad relationships. Yeah, you know, yep. it's, it's got to have something in there. <laughs> it's every you know? time. But I, th- I think it's coming back. Yeah, it's, it's back. definitely coming back. Um, with uh, Casey, what's her her name? She just won a Grammy. Uh, Casey Magrove or something. Yes. And she is she is like reinventing it though. It's more poppy country, yeah. which is kind of like what Taylor Swift tried. Yeah, absolutely. Taylor, Taylor Swift paved the way for that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, but then she went into like trap beats so then <laughs> <laughs> there was this, what was what album was that this is the black and white one with i don't even name the name of it i listened to it though because i want to check it out and it's just like her on trap beats and yeah I'm like hip-hop beats i'm like whoa this is kind of weird i didn't really like it and that's why she probably doesn't come out with music in a minute so but i mean you know she's a lot of, she gets a lot of hate yeah she does for who she is but she you know she she does good work she does and she makes money yeah <laughs> exactly money that's, off that's this. the big thing you heard that um Old Town Road. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a country trapish song. Absolutely, that completely is, ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and that it's a meme song, honestly. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I was. That's why I'm like hesitant to saying that I don't really like country as much anymore because I did like that song, yeah. <laughs> and I listened to it before it blew up because I'm I'm on iTunes like all the time mm-hmm. looking at the newest stuff, and that was coming up for a minute. But then the memes came out with it and all that kind of stuff, and then that blew up, and uh, and then I was burnt out by that man because like he hasn't come. Uh, Lil Nas X, the guy, he's actually a pretty good artist, like, but he got signed to a record label, and the first thing he came out with was a meme song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he, he's got to get popular somehow. Exactly. It, 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 it got really popular. So yeah, and I, I can't think blame him. I think that was some sort of. Probably some calculated move by the yeah, for by sure. the by the label with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus too. Yeah, so it's just yeah, like, it felt that fell off when he was on there. Honestly, you um, know, I first heard that in California with my brother. Oh, I didn't even know what it was, and like my girlfriend was was there, my brother's um, fiance was there. We're all sitting in the car, and they're like talking about Old Town Road, and I'm like, yeah, 
yeah. what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, and then they played it, and they're like, Billy Ray Cyrus is in it. And I was like, no, he's not. No. And I heard the whole thing, and I was like, is that the original or the remix? Mm. And they're like, no, that's the original. I'm like, where was this part? What? Like, he, yeah. He just sounded so weird. It does. It sounds so weird, man. Uh, I definitely got burnt out way before that remix came out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I heard it on like every meme for all of Twitter for yeah, a solid yeah. month. And then like the remix came out and it's even more about what he says. He's talking about like Bugattis and, yeah. and <laughs> his new guitar and stuff. And the Fanny Bra or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So um, do you, do you write lyrics too, or you just produce the beats? Um, yeah, I do write lyrics. I, I just recently wrote a hook for someone else's song. Uh, That's okay. like the first time I ever wrote lyrics for somebody else. But I just started doing lyrics not, not like probably like a month or two ago. Okay. I just started oh, so writing. Yeah, extremely recently. Yeah, really, really like so, uh, soon that I just started doing that because I was really into just trying to perfect my my production craft. Um, but then, like, it turns out that I'm all right with, at lyrics. Yeah. And my vocals are all right. Like, it's unique enough to put down. Because I think anybody can write. I think anybody can make music. But the voice is really what matters, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's... I'm still perfecting that. I don't even have my voice at all yet. But one day, I hope to maybe put out a... I'm going to try and put out a mixtape of my own for the first time just like an ep or something yeah definitely like three songs yeah. like i have two two songs ready for it. i gotta make one more funnily enough i've heard it the opposite way yeah like because because singing you know when you sing it's with your your throat muscles obviously yeah absolutely. um and your lungs of course mm-hmm. so like you can work on that but yeah. then like to make good lyrics or like good beats you gotta have like a special ear you know, or something yeah yeah you gotta, you something about about you that's yeah. like special yeah you're right um appreciation for music appreciation for lyrics is really where like, yeah. that good lyrical content comes from and i think that's where i started i started eminem okay. like, that's where yeah. i started in okay. hip-hop <laughs> and and that those lyrics are crazy for one thing but just the way that he mixed words together rhymed words that mm-hmm. didn't rhyme but they yeah. still rhymed and that might have then j cole and kendrick lamar that oh, was yeah, that yeah, was my sure. start in hip-hop uh drake as well and you know that's just where i think that the lyricism might have rubbed off on me a little yeah. bit so. are you a lupe fan lupe Fiasco? oh yes Dude, absolutely lupe is my jam yeah, he's so and like old old school kanye like old school kanye. like graduation mm. is probably my favorite album classic like man. it's 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 probably the best yeah it is but um yeah on that topic mm? favorite artist favorite artist just in general let's, oh, let's do that one first overall Childish Gambino. Okay, yeah. Donald I feel Glover that. I feel is that. my favorite artist in directorial uh, standpoint, music producer. He produces like mm-hmm. all of his own stuff. Yeah. He's got like, one guy with him, uh, Ludwig, Ludwig something, the guy that uh, did the Black Panther uh, album. He can't, He got popular through Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. through Donald Glover. And that him, just the way that he, any like path that he goes down <laughs> is amazing somehow exactly like, dude somehow. like acting yeah producing just like being an artist mm-hmm. he's he's incredible. incredible like he's he's like a modern day like renaissance man yeah sure. yeah and he hearing. doesn't really give a shit either he just does whatever yeah, whatever it's man. crazy i loved it uh he posted um i don't know if you heard about the the animation animated movie he was gonna make from deadpool really yeah uh, or a show for fx and he wrote a whole script him and his brother steven glover and they the FX was said, no, we don't want to do this. <laughs> it's too fucked up. And so he posted like the last scene of the script of the last scene on Twitter. 
And like, I'm like, this is really good. But it, it, he was shooting shots at FX the whole time, yeah. which is hilarious. But um, what killed me was that he posted it, not giving a fuck about mm, what yeah. matters. Marvel like took it down like two days after because it's not up anymore. But um, like he was just not, he doesn't care. Like, yeah, he, he just does whatever. He's doing what he loves too, which mm-hmm. is. Have you seen a show? Atlanta? Oh yeah, I've seen the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, that is that being renewed again? Yeah, it's got it's got another season, uh, season yeah. three, but it's not going to come out till they do. They're not do, working on it this year, which sucks. Yeah, they uh, it's because of the the Lion King stuff and uh, Don Glover's on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got his all all his other projects that he's working yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I know he's working on that one with Chance. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, but also his album's coming out like this summer or something. Which is speculation because he's he also doesn't care if people know. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's another thing. He really just doesn't care. Like he'll put it out when he wants to put it out, you know. Um, which I love. I, I, that's admirable in my case. Yeah. What about um, what about female artists? Ooh, let's see. Overall, female art. My favorite female artist um, right now is like I mentioned it earlier with Summer Walker. Okay. She, and and Yumi. Ah, dang, I, I love those two right now just because they're. They're low. They're not a lot of popularity, but mm-hmm. they're very, very good at their craft. They're very good at the R and B craft. That, of course, that's typically how it goes. Like yeah. the more undercover they are, the better they are. Honestly, it like. it's so weird. Yeah. I, and then when they blow up, they get a little too mainstream for me. You know. And, yeah, I think that's the thing. You know, yeah. they want to keep making the money. Yeah, man. they're just like. And that's the way to make the money is to yeah. make generic stuff uh, yeah you gotta make something that catches the radio absolutely but and the way to get catch the radio is to sound like everybody else exactly how about um how about rapper hmm overall rapper favorite rapper uh, it's right now though i think somebody that's like newer coming up would probably be Oh man, I'm biased, but it's probably Samaj. Okay. <laughs> Someone that I work with, <laughs> Samaj Sinclair. And everybody, if you hear this, you need to look him up because I produced a few songs for him out on his iTunes. We have a whole project coming out together, but that's not going to be for till the end of the summer. Um, and then he's got a he's got this collab tape with somebody that I discovered. Uh, his name's Rebar, and they're making a collab together, and I'm producing a few of the tracks on it. And just the way that he weaves in and out of my beats mm-hmm. just gives me like crazy like euphoria i'm like whoa dude like how did you do that like and that's where i get a lot of the influence from this as well is is his lyrical way to it's like um big sean i i compare okay, him to big yeah. sean big sean weaves in and out yeah. of the beat the whole time he's never he is on beat but it's like on the off beats and it, it sounds crazy to me I, I love it i love that kind of stuff how about um how about band Let's see, band. Any, any kind of band. Hmm. Oh, Brockhampton. Brockhampton. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard of him. I, I've heard of it. Heard of it. Yeah. What, what genre is he again? He's uh, like, it's it's a group of people. So it's like fifteen oh, yeah. people. Um, and the main hit is Kevin Abstract. Uh, their genre is hip hop and a little bit R and B. Mostly hip hop. Mostly old school. Uh, it's it's old school, but it's also using these eight oh eights that are kind of crazy you know like the, yeah. i don't know how he does it honestly uh their producer is called named ramil uh ramil yeah i think i'm saying that right he's amazing and I, I took a lot of like inspiration from that when i first listened to it the saturation trilogy in particular it's like three albums that they came out with in 2017 in a row and like that 
the dynamic between the group and the way they bounce off each other lyrically and stuff just blew my mind and then that's why i got inspired to make a band of my own i've got oh yeah yeah uh i'll plug them Uh, it's chocolate soda chocolate soda if you hear about it um you might hear about it because we have a lot of like these songs in the vault that we've only put out one song we put out a video for it and we like just know that we need to do like good stuff every time we need to keep improving so we're working on that we're trying to get the, the next you know phase of that so that that got inspired fully by Brockhampton because it is just a group of friends making music which yeah, is what they are that's well. that's the dream that is the dream yeah. i remember um in high school <laughs> this is funny as shit a bunch of my friends we're just sitting around and we're just like one of them was playing the guitar mm-hmm. and we're like dude let's make a band just like off of that Fuck yeah. and <laughs> so um a little bit of backstory yeah. when i was what was I? I was like 16. I went on a cruise with my, my family and they played this like dodgeball game on the cruise ship. And they're like, all right, what's your team name? And one of my cousins just screamed. I don't know where he got it, but he screamed out super Gucci bears. And I was like, oh dude, that's dope. So I took that name and I was like, all right, the band name's going to be super Gucci bears. <laughs> all of us, we're going to have like bear in our name. Like, yeah. like one guy's going to name like polar bear. Like, you know, it's, uh, my name was, uh, what was it B A Baracus? B A Baracus. Yeah, like like, like from uh, A Team. That's, oh uh, That's Mr. God. T's character. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So oh, I love it. But yeah, we we didn't do anything with that. <laughs> it's like the next day we forgot. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. What happened? Dude, I've I've had we have like duo groups. Like we have names of like these duo groups. Like me and my one friend. Uh, we finally came up with a real name for it, and we put out music under it. But like for the longest time, we just had this like idea, like oh, we should do a duo, man. We should, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And we just talk about it and forget about it like two days yeah. later, and then like not come back to it. It took us a whole year to actually like put stuff together, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, that, that same kind of thing, man. What was, so. what was the name? Uh, that the name of the, the one that came out yeah. finally was Missing Campers. Missing which, Campers. Yeah, okay. I have. Uh, we have one song out right now as well. Um, and it's just me and that guy. He's from Kentucky. We we met uh, we met working at the YMCA. Um, okay. Summer camp over the summer, and we both quit immediately after that <laughs> summer. <laughs> Yo, those kids are devils, man. Let me tell you. But uh, that that I learned, I got a lot of good friendships out of there though. The YMCA okay. is, attracts yeah. a different, certain type of person. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, and then good long lasting relationships with people. Like another person I met there was this name, guy named Happy. Um, he goes by Happy Beats. He makes. He, I I actually introduced him how to make music, um, how to produce music, and he's now he's like producing for, uh, you know, Y N M N W Nelly, Melly, whatever his name is. He he collabed with Kanye West recently, and his cousin makes music because he's in jail right now for some sort of murder case or something, and and then. He, his brother, his cousin started making music, and now my friend Happy, the guy I taught to make music, is now producing for that guy. So it's like that's pretty interesting. Yeah, man, he's he's he took your opportunity. <laughs> he took my opportunity too, man, too well because like now I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like, I'm a little jealous, but he also it's it's also the thing that he went the generic route. He yeah, went the route that is definitely gonna get people Just, buying your beats. Yeah, yeah, went and, along the beaten path. Kind actually, of thing. Yeah. yeah, and the the road less traveled is less fruitful at the beginning. Absolutely, of course. But I think that putting out having when you get discovered, I hate I hate when artists get discovered and they don't have anything on their discography. They yeah. have one song, maybe an EP with four songs on it. 
And I'm like, man, like, I want to know your versatility. I want to know what you can make, what you do make, what you are interested in making. And that's, that just happens with new artists that blow up off the bat, which mm-hmm. I don't understand that how that happens. It's probably some sort of industry plant stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I like when an artist, I cl- they blow up, they have this one really good song, and I click on that song, and I click on that album, that song, and it's a real good album. Like it's, It matches that, that song yeah. quality. And then you go back and you can see, like if they have songs from two years ago, you can see their progression, which inspires me to, I've, I've been posting beats for like three years. I've only been taking it seriously for like one. So then I have um, playlists of all the beats I've ever put out and they're like season one, season two, season three. So that just shows my progression. Mm-hmm. And I, I love doing that for people. I love, if somebody wants to dig through it, they can. They yeah. they absolutely can. And that kind of stuff's just, I I love doing that. I'm such in, so into music that makes me want to scroll through people's like playlists and stuff to just find out what they like and what they know how to make and stuff. So. So do you, do you just do that like on your free time? You just like kind of like yeah. sitting there, yeah. like um. I, <laughs> I mean, speaking mean. of Eminem, you you hear the game he plays? Yeah, uh, yeah. Where he's like, he's like bored or something. He'll just start looking at objects and then start making lyrics based off those objects. Whoa, no, I have heard that. I've not. Yeah, that's that's what he does on wow. his on his free time. Do you do something similar? Or? Ooh, I think I think I do that with sounds. I definitely yeah. do that with sounds. Uh, I do that with. When I'm listening to music, especially, I'll listen for the production and see what, ooh, what is yeah. all that thing? Like, so nowadays, like, yeah, pretty much all I do in my free time is music in some capacity. It's me studying music. It's me studying the lyrics of something. Um, and then, you know, that's <laughs> that's taken over a lot of my life. <laughs> you know, I'm still in school. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's all right. But, um, yeah, so that is all my free time though, for sure. Um, anything, anytime I have free time, I'm always just opening up my laptop and, and going into a new project. I have, I counted the other day. It's like 300 instrumentals that are unused on this hard drive. Just sitting there. It's a big hard drive. <laughs> You're telling me. A terabyte, man. It's not even half of it. <laughs> I'm getting there though. I'm getting there. I want to fill it up with just a bunch of beats. Just a bunch of random beats. Yeah. And then people come through and they want to hear it. Yeah. I can just scroll through the, it's, I call a, I want to call it beat shopping. I want to figure out how to do that. Uh, I've been doing it on my live on Instagram. I'll do a live and I'll play a few beats. And if somebody likes it, you can swipe up on a certain time code and then, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, they can get that beat if they want. Um, I call that beat shopping. I want to do, I want to do a, like a more implemented series with that though. That'd be really cool. Like figure out a way for people to hear it, but not be able to download it yet. Yeah. So like, like live is like that. Um, I don't know how to do that yet. I haven't figured that out. You can do like previews and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. uh, they have, um, beat selling websites and stuff, but you know, I'm always more of a like intimate, like, for, like people coming to the studio and like pick out this beat and they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, can you add this? You know, that kind of stuff. So, I'm more into that kind of thing. I want to, I do want to get rid of those beats, but I'm also stockpiling. So when somebody comes in, they can scroll through it. I mean, you don't want to get rid of them. Just no, keep can't. them on the side or something. Exactly. You know? I can't get rid of yeah, them. It's in the back pocket. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ready you, to make it for a hit or something. Yeah. Do you put any of those out for like free? Uh, yeah. Everything's on SoundCloud. All the okay. beats that I post on. Now the music has been going on and off of SoundCloud. So it depends on the artist. If they want it on SoundCloud. I'll let them put it on, mm-hmm. on SoundCloud. But I don't put the music that I put out on iTunes. So I have a bunch of beats on my SoundCloud, but I have like three beats on my iTunes, which one of them's on SoundCloud, just coincidentally. Yeah. But I don't actively try and show people. I guess, yeah, like I should put everything on SoundCloud because it is free. But I think that that would be, 
I make certain beats for SoundCloud, you know. I put certain songs on SoundCloud for those people that can't afford the streaming iTunes services and stuff. Yeah. But the stuff that I put way a lot of work in, I want to put on iTunes because yeah. and Spotify and all that kind of stuff because I want to see those numbers. I want to see, like, I want to get... <laughs> you want the fruits of your labor. I want a little bit, yeah. yeah. And you get, like, 0. .06 cents per stream. I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's not, something. It's you know? something. It's better than... It's better than soundcloud which is if you don't have dude you have to get to get paid for soundcloud you have to have over ten thousand plays in a month that's yeah. honestly a little ridiculous that's, that's i mean <laughs> for this podcast i don't make any i definitely don't make any money do you month. is podcast like do you make money off streams no, no no i mean you can, you can. um obviously someone like joe rogan does yeah. just because he's got like hundreds of thousands of people watching yeah all the time but um yeah just to so it, it really depends on on where you put it. I have mine on Radio Public. Mm. It's kind of like iTunes, but mm. for podcasts. Yeah. Um, and for like every, I think, every 1,000 people that listens, you get a dollar. But it has to be a 1,000 people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, I mean, I just have it on there just to have it on there yeah. just in case. Yeah. But most most podcasters at least make money off of like advertisements. Oh, uh, yeah. They read uh, the script. Yeah. Patreons, Patreon. all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so, which is always the path that you want to get yeah. to, you know, yeah. with, when you have a no, large enough audience that will donate if you exactly, put that yeah. out, you know, um, and you know, you're built into that. Like you, that's what you just got to do. You just got to, that's what I feel about music. I just want to keep putting out quality content at all yeah. times so that when somebody does find it, they have stuff to go back to, which yeah. is your, like your podcast. I huh? mean, the, the biggest thing for me is, um, it needs to be a passion first. And obviously for absolutely. you, it's a passion for me. This is a passion as well. Mm-hmm. You know, all I care about is just having fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it, if it, if it makes money, great, mm-hmm. you know, awesome actually, yeah. but you know, it's, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I'm working up to making music, making money off the of music. Like yeah. I'm not making that much off music. I'll make money. I'll make money off concerts though. So I've had three shows so far really? and I, I, I got paid like, between 25 to 50 dollars for each one just to because all of the songs that my friends perform at shows are the people that i work with are produced by me usually because those are the ones that are good enough for a concert yeah um so smart like samaj and and my roommate rapacity uh i make music with him all the time we just put out an ep uh, love blossoms will go look it up <laughs> <laughs> um so that that stuff is good enough for a concert. And then the stuff that they make is more, so like Samaj makes beats on his own, but it's all like R&B and it's kind of like slower. Can't really play that at a concert. So I, I, if every song he's going to play is by me, I should probably get a little check from that. So I'll get 25 from that. Get your royalties. Yeah, I need it, right? (laughs) I want to get encouraged to keep going. Yeah, yeah, Um, And that's, he understands that, absolutely. Um, but he doesn't even pay it. He gets the money. He gets the percentage of the money that comes from the whole concert. And then I just get a little, a little bit from that. But, um, yeah, we're, and I'm still trying to talk, Charles trying to figure out percentages and like what I'm worth, yeah. you know, which yeah. is huge. And, and even that applies to like pay rates at work at mm-hmm. jobs. I don't think, so I, I, I know I need to be getting a raise recently at work. Mm-hmm my pay has not changed for the last two years. I've worked there three years. I, <laughs> at the first year I got a, a raise and then I haven't got yeah. a raise. Um, so I'm, I'm arguing with them about that. And they're talking about how part-timers don't get, don't, don't get, um, they don't get like, what is, what did I just say? Pay raise, yeah. <laughs> pay raise fast. Like that, not that much. So 
I'm now I'm doing the videography work and the photography work for them so I can show my worth to them. Yeah. yeah. Show the, that I shouldn't be, I'm getting paid like $10 an hour right now. I want to get 15 if I'm really good at the videography stuff. Yeah. And in the field of photography and uh, photography and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they just posted on, on Facebook and Instagram, which you don't get a lot of like pay off. Yeah. Anyways. But I think that, the paid promotions and stuff. I'm trying to, I'm trying to create, I'm trying to create a job for myself basically, yeah. you know? And that's, that's the big thing. I'm, I have a year left in school, so I need to like start finding yeah, my you job. Need, you need, I mean, you know, you, know it, you can take your time with that. Yeah. Because sure. you know, I mean, I'm 25. Mm. I really, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing all of my other like hobbies, my passions or whatever. Absolutely. So it's just like, I mean, I, I kind of hate the whole culture of you need to have life figured out after college. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It's you know? so pressured, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, you, ever, uh, you ever thought of doing YouTube? Yeah, I have. Uh, I got See, now I have two cameras, so like I can really do like a yeah. show of some sort. You know, I could put set a desk up and put two cameras and have just shots back and forth like Joe Rogan or something like that. Um, but... I think that it's very hard to get into YouTube right now, it which is, is the only problem sure. with it, which has pulled me back from it. Mm-hmm. My friend Samaj, he, he shoots vlogs every day. He puts a vlog out every day and he gets like 30 views, like a hundred views. Then it'll go up to like 250 if he puts something weird in, the, in yeah. the thumbnail, which is, it's just a little surface level for me. So I like putting music videos on YouTube. That is definitely what I'm going to keep doing. Um, but maybe some sort of, thing may i want to do maybe like how to produce a song maybe something like that um like Gen- a how-to guide kind of thing. yeah 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 genius does this um uh and like rap radar and stuff they they go into a studio where a producer is where yeah. they made a beat for a really popular song and they'll talk to them about how they made it and like he'll show you like oh so this this snare pattern was here and then mm-hmm. you take it out right here and I would love to do something like that. That would be cool. Um, maybe this summer when I have more time, I'll definitely be doing that. Uh, during school, I, it sucks. I don't have a lot of time. I got to work on the music, the videos, and school. Yeah. You know, so, oh, how about um, how about Twitch? You're Twitch. doing Twitch. I love Twitch. I, yeah. I watch Twitch. I watch. I'm a, I'm a gamer, so I watch like uh, Apex Legends, and I watch like. Oh, okay. I love it. I was gonna say, what games you play? <laughs> oh, I play uh, Apex Legends. I play uh, a little bit of Call of Duty, even though it's fallen off. Um, what else? Uh, I played I played new, uh, the new Forza Horizon. I don't okay. know if you heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Really good game. Um, but I'll watch that on Twitch. And that is a good place for, like, especially now YouTube actually copied this. But you can send money directly to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can, you can do kind of like that um, patron yeah, system. Patron, um, yeah. But, yeah, the reason I asked if you do Twitch or were thinking about doing Twitch is because a buddy of mine actually, he basically DJs on Twitch. So he just, he's doing it like every night. He'll just DJ. Mm-hmm. People will come by, you know, throw their support. That's and he's just, so cool. he's just having fun. Yeah, you man. Know, he's doing cool. it in his living room. Yeah. He's just DJing there. And just the camera is set yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah. Just, oh. So like, that's something you could think about. Yeah, doing, man. You know? I'm thinking about that. Uh, I do that with my live sometimes. I go on my live yeah, on my yeah. Instagram and I'll just play it. I'll just have it instead of the beat shopping thing I was talking about earlier. I'll just like pl- have it up and just be working on a beat and like working on this one sample and I'll turn it off when I complete the beat. So yep. it would be like one full beat for the whole live, which is a little annoying. It takes like 20, 30 minutes to really make a full beat. Yeah. But it's interesting to some people. And that's why that guy is doing well. Because, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, 
the Twitch thing, I think it's a good idea, man. It's a really good idea. Good I think idea. you should start doing that, honestly. Shoot. <laughs> Put a good idea on my brain. <laughs> so, speaking of video games. Yeah. One of my one of my things I like to play is StarCraft 2. You ever hear that? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you ever seen the professional play? Oh my god, the professional play is ridiculous. Dude, yeah. Those I've, buttons flying. I, I play that. Yeah, man, you're into yeah. it? I'm into it. Yeah, I'm sure. It. I mean, I'm it's fun. It. <laughs> it's um it's a killer on my fingers though. Yeah, I'm sure. Like that's the thing cuz I um it's not diagnosed or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I have like arthritis cuz oh. my hands cramp all the time. I mean, my whole body cramps all the time. But, yeah, me too. You know. I think there's all of us now. Yeah. I mean, it's it just gets rough. It does. You play any sports? Um, I used to in high school and stuff. I was really into swimming in middle school, which was that's that's a sport. Yeah. Where'd you Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Lake Norman area, uh, Mooresville. Oh, I don't so know yeah, they have they have like swim teams and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, just like recreational kind of stuff. Yeah. I never went like really into it, but I tried. When I was growing up, I tried a sport every year, and then that was the deal with my parents is that. I would get if I got good grades and and you know did that I'd get an allowance and all that kind of stuff. So it okay. did sports, did a, one sport per year. It doesn't matter what sport. So I took that opportunity to do every one to try all of them: baseball, football. I did football when I was in elementary school and I broke my collarbone, <laughs> so like I didn't want to do that ever again. Um, so I got scarred for that. I did flag football a lot um, recreationally, like outside of, of yeah, high school uh, and stuff. Yeah. And then I did. And then I was in debate, which that's all right. I mean, that's kind <laughs> of a sport. <laughs> well, yeah. it's extracurricular. Yeah. <laughs> I was all right at that, not going to lie. Any, any sports you like like particularly? Oh, um, I, loved, I loved baseball. baseball. I wasn't that good at it, but I loved it. I loved it a lot. Um, and I really liked soccer, um, which was okay. fun. Um, but definitely, definitely baseball. Just because, you know, I was left field, so I kind of okay. stood out there yeah, for a long time. Yeah, you never really did anything. <laughs> never did much, yeah. but when I did do something, I caught it, so yeah. it, was, it was good. <laughs> it was always a good thing to, to get that for. So, I mean, baseball is like, I mean, they call it America's pastime, mm-hmm. but I've I've met maybe maybe 20% of the people, like all the people I know, only 20% know how baseball works. Yeah, yeah, this is strange, isn't it? Like, Everyone that it comes on TV or whatever, and everyone's just like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, but it's interesting somehow. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I know is there's nine innings, yep. four bases. Um, how many players? Nine players? Maybe nine players. Yeah. Not nine out in the ten, field. Ten, they got, uh, there's ten on the field at the time, I think, right? Because yeah, the catcher, batter, pitcher, shortstop, yeah, the yeah, three yeah. bases, and the three fielders. Right, right, right. Yeah. God. That's nine? That's nine. That's nine, right? Yeah. yeah. And then plus the batter. Yeah, plus the batter. So then that's, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, what yeah. I think that's what I heard about is that, like, there's, and that's usually how, that's how uh, basketball is, too. Ten, ten players on a yeah, yeah. at a time, which is pretty, it's hilarious. I think it's yeah, I mean, basketball is a little easier to understand because, you, yeah. you know, it goes so fast. You understand what's going on. That's but true. baseball, it's like, there's always, like, a lull mm-hmm. in the game. And you're just like, all right, what are they doing? Yeah, it's like a chess. Yeah. I think that's why it actually kind of got a little popular, right? Because. Yeah. Also, the personalities, I think, is way more important, is, is important in baseball because the facial expressions and the people talking to each other mm. is a lot of the pastime of it. It's the lull that you're talking yeah. about. And I think people got into it because of that. I think that's how it got so popular on TV at, at first. And then I think it's losing, it's losing people now. Oh, it's losing people now only because of just the lull. They're getting, I guess, that lull is getting to a point where it gets a little, nah, you know? I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is, but I think basketball is. It, I heard about it that that baseball is losing its touch just because I don't know. 
I'm sorry. sorry. All right, you guys can't see this, but um, I have this really shitty cord to my amp, and it's just fucking up our ears. Yeah, man. It's like I'm one right now. Yeah. I'm all right with it, though. Yeah, I mean, if you're cool with it, I'm cool I'm with it. I'm all right with it. Um, I'll live. No, nah, keep it on. Keep it on. It may, might come back one day yeah. or something. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I find it hard to watch baseball. I find it very hard to watch baseball. Like, for a whole thing. Yeah. It's... Honestly, I, I find it kind of hard to watch any sport yeah. unless it's like constant action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's basketball for me. Basketball is yeah. my favorite sport to watch. You ever been to a, an, like an actual game? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been to a lot of the Hornets games. When, okay. And, yeah, and yeah. I went to actually I had Bobcats season passes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was it, like five years ago or something yeah. now? Um, but I, I was into it then. And we went, me and my parents went like all the time. There would be nosebleeds, so it was. I but mean, it's nosebleeds still is still there. You, yeah, you, you can still, still see the ball, especially at uh, Spectrum Center. Yeah, man, you can still see the ball. It. Yeah, and I was really into that then. Um, but you know, I watch it on. Like, I watch the playoffs, especially when that comes up in the finals and all that. But I think during the time, like during like the regular season, it, it does. I think all sports, like you're saying, are just it's hard to watch sports sometimes. Yeah. it's it's. Yeah, I, I think live events are probably the worst ones mm. because you have to be, you have to be either in it, understand what's going on, yeah, or like just, just drunk out of your mind. <laughs> you know, you ever been to um, are you ever seen like like MMA fights? Yeah, have you ever yeah. been to a live one? No, I've never been to a live one. So, um, on TV, obviously they can cut to commercial and mm. all this stuff, but <laughs> during it. All they're doing is just playing, la- like playing music. It's pretty much like a concert. Everyone's oh, just wow. chilling there and yeah. drinking. <laughs> and then when a fight actually rolls up, like every, like there's like one fight every hour, pretty much. Wow, wow. So you you don't even know that when you watch it on TV. You really just watch. Yeah, it you're kind of you're, you're watching it because the commercials make a huge difference. Yeah, they really um, do. Unless it's like pay per view mm-hmm. where it can really just like streamline the process. Like, all right, this fight's coming up. We're gonna have like 10, 15 minutes. Another fight. Yeah. You know, it just keeps going that way. But yeah. like those 10, 15 minutes. You know, it, it could be like interviews mm. or like, um, what are they called? What's, what's that thing called? Where that, where that the desk? They're at a desk. And oh, commentating. Talking. Commentating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you look at like the behind the scenes stuff, with like the stadium, it's just a bunch of people just screaming, <sighs> just getting drunk. Into it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I mean, that is the beauty of live sports. Yeah. I think is the beer and is the the pe- coming togetherness to watch this against a team that you don't like or something like that. Hey, <laughs> it's just it's just a really shitty court. That's that's the only issue. But yeah, uh, so that that is like the biggest thing I think. That's also probably why it's still around. Is yeah. the going out, getting drunk with your friends, going and doing that stuff, having fun with it, um, f- you know, figuring out how to make it a good time, which is the biggest. Which yeah. is, you know, I that's mean, that's where it comes from. Yeah, and alcohol is probably like the biggest. <laughs> you know, if you you don't know what to do, just drink. Just drink. Yeah. That that'll give you a good time. Yeah, so, hey, that's that's a dangerous <laughs> mindset though. Are are you a big drinker? Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'll drink on the weekends. So okay. during the week, I don't drink like every day. But if it's Thursday, Thursday or something like that, I'll yeah. go out. And if do you, it. if you're a social drinker, I'm definitely a social, social drinker. drinker. I can't. Yeah. I'm even with like one other person. I don't really drink. It's more drinking with a group of people. Yeah, that helps. I I get I get a little bit of like social anxiety that time sometimes. So like. The alcohol, it's like that lubricant that they always say is the best way to really... Yeah, liquid courage. Liquid courage, yeah, yeah. That's I need that sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially in a big group. That is, yeah. That's when I need it. I don't know. For me, I typically, if I can't have fun without 
like if I can't have fun sober, yeah. I shouldn't be having fun. Actually, you know. Yeah. But um, sometimes, like we we went to um, what was it Saturday? We went Saturday. We went up to Uptown yeah. to Epicenter mm-hmm. to the rooftop bar. Ooh. And God, first of all, there's a reason there's no cover there. <laughs> yeah. It's it's ratchet. Music is shitty. Mm. It's terrible. And like it was just not my scene. I was yeah. standing there. And like my buddy was like, "You want some drinks?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah and I he's like, <laughs> "And like my girlfriend's like, he's gonna come back with Bud Light." I'm like, "Ah, no, he's not. He's he knows what he's gonna get. Yeah. Like he's he's gonna come back with like some some liquor or something. Yeah, yeah. Comes back with Bud Light. Oh, I'm like, oh fuck, come on, no, dude. No. It was it was bad. No, no, no. Uh, definitely at those part ratchet parties or those just mostly most clubs. I'm not gonna drink beer. I'm yeah. gonna drink something to get me. A little, a little tipsy, a little quick. Yeah, like uh, Red Bull vodkas. Yeah, Red Bull vodka, man. Yeah, that is, just go at it. I love it, man. Get some four locos. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was that was high school days, man. I yeah, was into dude, that. that that's like pre workout and alcohol in one. <laughs> it really is, yeah. man. And, I and love an it. espresso shot. That's yeah, all of all of that in one. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> your brain's gonna explode. Yeah, dude, you drink all that. <laughs> no, yeah. your heart, your heart is just gonna yeah. <laughs> come out of your chest with that. Oh, man, shit. I'll drink one four loco. My my heart just beating so fast, man. I mean, but that that's that's what you need Dude, man. The, the thing is like i i was a little late to the party yeah so i heard about four loco when it first started getting like banned oh right? it, obviously it came back but mm-hmm. it first started getting banned and everyone was like freaking out about it i was like damn dude loco. if they're freaking out about this i need to get some <laughs> you know so we got like a huge like pack of it oh. yeah it was not a good idea yeah one night what well, how many did you drink that night um that night i probably went through like three <sighs> yeah yeah. Sheesh, dude. Yeah. I drink one and I'm fine. Dude, it was, <laughs> Those things are crazy. Yeah. I, I used to drink a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I did drink a lot. I used to, but then I slowed down just because obligations to life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can't be drinking every day like that. It was probably like, that was probably like six months. I would just, no, nah, like three months. I was drinking like a lot every night just because like you had to get your mind off of life in some way yeah you know yeah uh that especially was, when you're in college oh yeah and that, that was a time when i was like out that was the the gap year in between my high school and college so like that time's like so like foggy it's mm-hmm. like you, you don't know what to do you don't know what you want to do and like you get that pressure of like when you get out of high school you gotta know what you gotta do and mm-hmm. now like college is the same thing anyway so like <laughs> yeah, yeah. that just keeps happening every time you're in school so do you like college um general question do you like college i it's a good question honestly um I do like college. I think that there is an overemphasis on it in our current society. For sure, for sure. Um, which is good and bad just because people need to get educated. Yeah. Um, 1,000%. I'm, I'm into that. But I think that there is these curriculums that might be a little outdated. I'd say that like in high school, um, education needs to be a little little more prep- preparatory for, yeah. for college. And I was not prepared at all when I went into college. Um, straight out of, or like from even that year, that actually made it worse. Yeah. Um, I do like college that once you're in your major, you're taking classes that are challenging your brain Mm -hmm. in ways that you would never have gotten in in high school or anything like that. Um, and there are also topics that you're interested in, which is the only way to get people interested in college. I think that the general, the two years, the general education courses in college, um, either need to be fixed or figure out a way that it's not so general yeah. because that 
those were the worst times of college for me. The, for the two years in, in starting into college, because that stuff is so boring. It's basically stuff you learned in high school. It's just bringing it just up like in a recap. Yeah, it's pretty much a, a recap added two, three things, you know, two things at the end of the semester. Yeah. And that is where I have a problem with college. And you're paying the same amount. You're paying a ridiculous amounts of money for this stuff you've probably only really learned and you're just getting a little bit more in depth with it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've noticed about those first two years is that that's a problem. I think that needs to be changed. Um, but yeah, but I do like it once I'm in my major. Yeah. I, I think, um, so. the reason for that, I'm not sure about UNCC, mm-hmm. but I went to VCU up okay. in Virginia. Oh. Um, and, um, a lot of, a lot of the undergrad students were older you know, they'd been out of high school for years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So sometimes like we had, we had literal grandmas. Like I'm not, I'm not lying. Like, like 50, 60 year old women, uh, sometimes men mm-hmm. just in the class. And obviously they need the gen ed because yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like algebra or, or like trig or whatever. But then it's like, yeah, I don't, A, I never learned that. And B, you know, it's, it's been decades. Decades. Last so, um, school, yeah. But yeah, the two year thing for it is is a little overkill. I think so. Um, yeah, maybe one year or something. Yeah, you one. Know? You know, maybe three like one semesters. and a half year. Yeah, yeah, three semesters. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, man. But um, it's a requirement though. Yeah, my two years. my biggest issue is actually in high school. Okay. Yeah, high school and middle school because, you know, <laughs> there's a conspiracy theory out there that, well, there, it's actually proven that, um, you know, during like the Cold War, history lesson, guys, during the Cold War, you know, you know. Obviously, we needed scientists. Yeah, we needed people that were smart. Mm. So they're like, "All right, let's do more math. Let's do more uh, science. You know, physics, all this other stuff, yeah. all this other bullshit. Let's feed it to the kids early." Um, and by the time that it, we had reached space and all that shit, we couldn't be like, "All right, never mind. We're not going to learn physics anymore." Yeah. So they had to keep pushing it out there. But the conspiracy is they can take it out. They just don't because then after high school after college you become reliant on the government that's true because you got to do your taxes yeah. you don't know how to do it you have to do you know, mortgages you mm-hmm. don't know how to do it you yeah. know you have you have to do all these other things yeah. like hospital bills you have to figure out like you know like law yeah. uh, i can't really do that uh, well the government's got you covered yeah, you know? yeah yeah that that is definitely because it's not it doesn't prepare you for like real life. Yeah. I think, uh, that, that, and that's like one of the bigger things that I need to teach taxes. In yeah. High school. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And like, you're learning these, you're learning math in a way that you can use that. For yeah. Taxes. Useful math, useful math. And then it gets, then you get somewhere. Then, then they teach you those ba- basic math just so that you can learn the more advanced math. Yeah. But like you could use that basic math in taxes and they don't, they don't go there. Yeah. Um, statistics, I mean, they don't go there that much, honestly. Yeah. So, Did, was statistics required for you guys? Yeah, yeah. Statistics is required yeah. for gen ed. So. Okay, yeah. It was required for us, too, yeah. for, for some reason. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Doesn't really make sense. But, like, I mean, even, even the most basic things, like how to use Word, yeah. Microsoft Office, mm-hmm. you know? Like. <laughs> that needs to be in school. I'm, I'm just going to um, give a story from my girlfriend. She's, an, she's an IT auditor. And so IT auditor. Oh, yeah. So she does like accounting work, but more of like the information system side. So obviously she's dealing with like a lot of like compliance Mm. and like auditing taxes, not really taxes, but she uses uh, Microsoft Excel a lot. And you know what wrap text is? Oh, no. Wrap text is basically you 
you take the column and you wrap the words. So it's like, if, if you have the phrase, like, I don't know, give me a phrase. Give me like a long phrase. Oh shit. Andrew, the idea. Yeah, Let's yeah. say you have Andrew, the idea, and it only fits in like eight inches. Right. Mm-hmm. You can wrap it so that now that it fits around. Oh yeah. So it goes underneath. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's like a basic thing to do. XL thing, yeah. you know? And like, Prime example, you didn't even know what it, you didn't even know, know what, what it is, is, you know. And so, like, that's something that's something that people should learn. Yeah, that's you know? true. It's, it's just like it's basic basic it's, knowledge. But, and these these programs they're given to you exactly um, yeah. in in high school and like uh, like my high school had laptops. We yeah, all had yeah. laptops. So and that stuff came with it. Those, yeah, yeah. The Excel, exactly. Microsoft Word, but we didn't get training in it, so we didn't even know what the hell we were doing. Yeah. You'd, you just expected you to know. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And then college, same thing. They give you Microsoft Word. UNC Charlie gives us Microsoft Word and, and Excel and the whole suite. And, like, I don't even use them because I really don't know how to use them. Yeah. I, I use Google Drive. And, like, Google Drive is way simple, you know? It's it's much simpler. Much simpler. Yeah. And you don't need the extra stuff. But, like, I would love to know how to – I mean, honestly, if you did know that extra stuff, you would use it. And it would look good. It would look even better than Drive. But I don't yeah. even know how to do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You like, know? I mean – in pretty much every job that I've had since mm-hmm. college, I've used Microsoft Excel for some reason. Look at that. So like it's it's an essential it's an an essential skill. Yeah, um, I think I think a lot of yeah, and Microsoft Word and and PowerPoint and the Microsoft Suite is used in business all yeah, the yeah. time. Like for sure. like you're saying the Excel, and I think it would be so much beneficial if that that was just basic knowledge to people mm-hmm. that was like a knowledge that you would learn from an early age because of like that could be taught in middle school easily. Yeah. Um, because of how technologically like tech, how businesses are so technological now mm-hmm. of how everything's online, all the spreadsheets, you know, you make them your, yourself and people need that. And I think the, the, the people above us, the, the older generations, they weren't, they don't even use the, they don't know how to. Exactly. And yeah. they don't need to learn because they got younger people that Did went into it. Them, yeah. yeah. And they had, but they had to go into it and they had to know it. They had yeah, to like, yeah. you know, figure it out like YouTube videos or, or take a course on it or something like that. Um, but if that was just like basic knowledge to people, everybody could do that job, which good and bad, but <laughs> I think it would be a little beneficial for everybody. Do, just do you that. remember, um, High school, middle school doesn't really matter. But if you had any coding classes or programming classes, mm, I would never. No, I didn't take any. I took. Did, did you remember if they were offered? Yes, they were offered. I I, I looked into it. Yeah, but um, they they were offered. Um, I went to a ghetto high school. Oh, they were offered there. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to take them because I thought I was you know you don't need that. Yeah, okay. But then now I realize I probably should have taken it. Yeah. And like the thing is, it's like been around since like the nineties. You know, they had like special keyboards for that shit. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I I wanted to learn code after I got out of all of high school and stuff because I wanted to, just because. Well, uh, Childish Gambino actually said it. <laughs> <laughs> told me to to learn code, so I was like, okay. <laughs> it was hard to tell. Um, I have a friend. His name's Luke. He's really into it. He knows how to do it, and he does it for big companies. He gets huge payouts for it. And he's yeah, into dude. Bitcoin because he's got the money. That's for the it. future. Dude. That is the future, and not a lot of people are into it. Mm-hmm. And the people that are into it are making big money because they are doing multiple jobs for different companies. You know, and they should be. I want to get. I want to do that with like music or like um video production and stuff i want to bring music production to 
my company and be like, Hey, I can do this. I know you guys can't do this cause you're not trained in this, mm-hmm. but I can, because I'm just, I grew up on it, I guess. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Grew up on technology. You have that, uh, you have that knowledge. Yeah. You have that know-how. Instagram and, and Twitter too. Yeah. Like social media. We grew uh, oh, up yeah. on Social that. media is like a huge thing. Yeah. And a lot of companies aren't even using it cause they don't even know yeah, how to. Don't... Well, yeah. Yeah. So that they need to teach that in school for sure. Yeah, for sure. That for is, sure. to wrap that, that is definitely huge. Ah, man, did you ever, um, so I watched this YouTube video a long time ago, back mm. when YouTube first came out. And if you remember, it was nothing but like stupid videos and like conspiracy videos. <laughs> yeah, we're putting our tin hats back on. <laughs> yeah. But there was this one video where it was talking about, um, again, government, because all conspiracies start with that. Yeah. Where they were putting, like, basically, they were getting us ready for jobs that didn't exist yet. Ooh. Yeah. And, like, obviously, when you hear it, it sounds stupid. Like, what job are they preparing us for? Mm-hmm. But that's the conspiracy. That we is, don't know yet. You don't know what it they is. Know. They know. They know. They know. And I think, I think we know. I think the basic stuff that we can do is, can be made into a job. Like, yeah. the kids that are, you know, social media manager. You could be a social media manager just because... We grew up on it, mm-hmm. but you don't know that because you think that you have to go to school or something yeah, yeah. for it. You got you know? to go to school to get like a special job yeah, you know, or get a special degree special for a special job. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then like when you told me about that, um, what'd you call it? Beat shopping. Beat shopping, yeah. Dude, there's a scam in there. There's a scam. There's a scam in there. That's, <laughs> that's a huge scam You can make that. money in that. Yeah, I don't think people are doing yeah, that. Well, dude. they definitely are, but like. That's, that's why should. we need coder. Yeah. We need a coder, a programmer. Just make an app. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Just, just make a make an attachment to uh, Instagram or something, uh-huh. or pitch it to Instagram. Pitch be like, it. "Yo, do this to your live." Yeah. Dude, that's that's the scam. It's a scam, and it's a future, man. You already know people are working on that, guaranteed. You think so? Um, I think that every idea that you have <laughs> that anybody has is probably getting close to that, just because there's seven billion people on the yeah. planet. Yeah. <laughs> you sucks? uh, you watch Shark Tank? Dude, watch Shark Tank. Love Shark Tank. Dude, that's that's where the stupid ideas go to, to, to die. <laughs> like, I had this one because uh, me and my girlfriend love watching that. Yeah. Just just to watch, like, oh, that's a good idea or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this one idea for a Roomba that was also a mop. Oh. So instead of like vacuuming or whatever, it mops. That's a good idea. And I was though. like, dude, that's a, yeah, it's a genius idea. And my girlfriend's like, no, it's stupid. How would that work? I'm like, well, you take a Roomba, yeah. you replace the the. Um, the, whatever the, the sweeper thing yeah, yeah. with with mop you know just like a wet wet thing like yeah. a swiffer yeah and then you put some water on top of it and she's like no nah, that's stupid no. <laughs> next fucking day we saw it and i was like told you bitch <laughs> yo that's right though that that is that's actually a pretty good idea did they did it get funded um i i think should have lori What's her name? Yeah, the girl Lori mm-hmm. did, did it because um, she she does all that home stuff. She does, yeah, She's for QVC. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, like everyone want, everyone's looking for like their scrub daddy moment. <laughs> yeah, dude, I I think that beach shopping things and scrub daddy. I think I right could, there. I could, yeah. and I think I just need to get better. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing. I mean, you uh, I mean, UNCC is like pretty pretty big into the tech, right? Oh, they're huge in tech. They're um, their information technology program is huge only because of the popularity of it nowadays because people are seeing that that is the future, mm-hmm. um, coding and all that kind of stuff. So it's huge over there. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm in, in your college, it might've been, or there might've been some sort of program. It, um, it wasn't as big. It wasn't as big. Yeah. So the thing is, um, VCU is based around the arts, mm. but it's also, it's got a really strong business school. 
um, not because everyone's smart, but because everyone knows, like they're street smart, so yeah, they know what to do. Yeah, and that's business, honestly. Yeah. But the the engineering, all the science stuff, it was based off art mm-hmm. for some fucking reason. Like a buddy of mine was doing um, computer science, mm-hmm. and he said most of his projects and stuff yeah. were based off of the art school projects. Oh. Yeah. So like they had to think of creative, I and mean, I guess it helps to build creativity and imagination. Yes. But they had to think of creative ways to do such and such mm-hmm. like he had to create a motherboard but then lay it out in a very unique fashion wow. it's just like all right cool but what's the point right you know That's so it's true. just like it wasn't it wasn't very good so it's trying to implement creativity into the information technology yeah. stuff yeah. which i think that will definitely happen eventually but yeah. i think the basis of information technology needs to be like a big group of people and then the creatives in that group of people mm-hmm. will, will stand out. For yeah, sure. yeah. Um, my friend Luke, he's into it, but he's, he's just working on stuff, really mundane stuff. Just cause people won't do that. Mm-hmm. But I think if you put a creative brain into that, it would, it might be different. It's just those creative people just think in different ways. Like I, I'm creative. So I would like to think that I think in a different way than other people. Yeah. I think it's also that you just are able to articulate those ideas mm-hmm. to people and, and, pitch that idea to a one person that's knows it technically very well, but doesn't like, doesn't have a creative brain or whatever, um, which they should, that will eventually work its way into the education of it. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, right now it's just technical stuff. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's all technical, boring, mundane, and mundane. tedious stuff. And, and it's big. I think it might be big, probably more here in Charlotte, maybe because it's such a blossoming city. Yeah. And it's starting up in the technological oh, era, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. So these buildings that are going up or these office r- spaces that are there mm-hmm. have ver- a lot of technology inside them. The ones that are getting built. I, I walked into one like, it might have been a year ago now, but I, w- I don't even know the name of the company. Uh, they were just bringing me in for an interview. And the just the iPads on the wall was like crazy yeah. to me, you know. But now they have them like built into the wall and like that Dude, kind of shit. Sh- Charlotte's blown up. Charlotte's now. blown up. I like, love it. Um, so you were you were raised in like the late Lake Norman area, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. So you've been here your whole life. Uh, I was born in New York, though. Born in New York. Okay. Uh, I moved down here. I was five, though, so I was raised so, here. Yeah, you were raised here. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, back back then in like the nineties. Were you born like ninety? 97. 97. I was going to say 97. No. What about you? When were you born? 25? 93. 93. Yeah. But like back in the 90s, it was just dead. Yeah. It was dead here. But then now you got like a bunch of skyscrapers. Beautiful mm-hmm. skyline actually. Just because yeah, Charlotte's kind of flat. But mm-hmm. you know, beautiful skyline. A yeah. bunch of businesses coming in. I mean, it's... UNCC is... Um, is, that, is that their biggest thing? Is technology? Or they're, th- they're known for something else? I think it might be... It might be known for the banking, for the banking. accounting. No, that, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Because Charlotte is huge hub yeah. for banks. Yeah, Bank of America is one of them. Bank of America. Wells Fargo, maybe? Uh, Wells Fargo's here. Yeah. I know BB&T and SunTrust, their merging building is going to be oh, here. Oh, Yeah, because um, BB&T is, is headquartered in Winston-Salem. Okay. And SunTrust is headquartered in um, Atlanta. Right in the middle is Charlotte. So... Because they're merging, they're gonna build. That's why they have a new build uh, skyscraper building right next to Duke. It's gonna be the tallest one. Oh, sh- I haven't seen. Yeah, that. wow, yeah. that's cool. But um, damn, yeah, that's that's gonna be. I mean, all the big banks are here. Yeah, so that I think Charlotte, the IT and the accounting are the two biggest things there. 
Um, they they also have just good programs for everything. Mostly, mm-hmm. uh, their their English department is huge. Just because uh, t- there's a lot of for some reason, I, I was looking at the, like the numbers for it because I was just I was interested of what I'm also interested of what I should be pursuing. So if there's a lot of people in English department, I probably shouldn't be in the <laughs> English department because there's a lot of competition yeah. there. Um, communications is a little smaller, and so that's why I went for that. And it's a little more specialized too, which I like. But the accounting numbers. And, you know, the, the numbers of people that the information technology, because of, of just Charlotte, is blowing up in that way. I think that those numbers are, are crazy. And I, I love it, though. I, that is what is going to blow us up, I think. The banking, yeah. I think the numbers, I think the technological minds are probably going to be the useful over. stuff. Very useful yeah. stuff. <laughs> real life stuff. Real life stuff. <laughs> I know, right? I make music. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> barely real life stuff, but... Oh that, man! You know, uh, speaking of uh, UNCC, were you on campus that that day? I was. Uh, I did hear the shots. You and, did, yeah. And we didn't know what it was at first, um, but the thing on the like the they put a uh, so when it happened about five minutes, I heard it, but it sounded like a book just dropping on the floor, pretty much. Really? Yeah, man. I was a uh, I was building over. So oh, okay. you don't hear too much about that, yeah. but you'll hear like it sounded, I mean, the girl next to me looked at me and was like, well, what was that? And I was like, I was probably some book or something just falling on the ground because people drop textbooks all the time or tables and shit. Yeah. Um, so then when you hear that, you're, you don't, you don't connect it to anything. You just like, all right, whatever you don't, you forget about it. Mm-hmm. Then like five minutes later, the screen went black to the projector mm-hmm. and the, the warning came on the screen right. shot fired in Kennedy hall. And that, that was pretty weird. That was weird seeing it. Cause you, I didn't connect it till after I was, cause then that adrenaline starts kicking in and you're like yeah. kind of shaking, freaking out. And then we, we, our whole class actually ran off campus. We, we left immediately. Yeah. It's probably not safe, but I didn't know what to do. Yeah. You probably go in lockdown first. Yeah. We probably should have. Don't, um, don't do what we did. Yeah. Uh, just, um, but yeah, a little bit of background for those of you who don't know UNCC, actually had a school shooting um two people confirmed dead and four injured, injured. i yeah. think three of them are like critically Damn. injured or something they still care critical i don't even yeah. know um but yeah it's you know sad news for all of us here in charlotte Big they actually um that day it was a monday yep oh uh, was, was, was it wednesday last day of class oh no no it was tuesday so last yeah, day tuesday, tuesday. tuesday yeah, yeah. but um yeah that day i actually went down because i do jiu-jitsu oh. i went down to pineville oh um and we get, I get down there, it's like six, seven o'clock and people are like on their phones, like rushing around. Like, yeah. like they actually pulled all of the emergency personnel from Pineville. Whoa. Yeah. So they, they pulled everyone. Dude. Like, I'm not surprised though. I mean, did you see campus? Yeah. It's oh, crazy. Those cop cars. There was like 50 cop cars and like yeah. five fire trucks. And so I'm not surprised that those guys. And, uh, I mean, props to, um, I believe his name's Riley Howell. Yep. Props to him, man. He he actually directly engaged the shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, rest in peace. Um, he was killed. Died but in the process, yeah. Yeah, he... Did you know him? No, I didn't know anybody that got injured. Um, my roommate, Max, he actually... His teacher was the teacher that was in that classroom. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he taught... He goes... My, my friend, Max, goes to CPCC, and he teaches at both, so... Okay. We got in that night. We, me and him were talking, and we we're just freaking out a little bit. And he got an email from his teacher, and he was like, "Unfortunately, like I was in the classroom, 
and it was my class and I lo- a few of my students didn't make it out and all this and we just sat there for a minute and we're like wow so I was on campus when it happened and also it affected my roommate because it yeah. was his teacher yeah so we connected it that like honestly it probably affected everybody yeah. in some way even if you didn't know the people you know so it was just it somehow affected everybody in some way and I think stuff like that just it should send a message like it should it sucks that sometimes it doesn't and it just sits in policies or issues just kind of get yeah i mean that's that's just how government works you know everything's super slow super Um, slow process the thing is you know it's it's really hard to change that yeah it's really hard to change that i think it's built in yeah especially with like such um i mean i i don't think you could even call it controversial anymore it's it's really just like completely divided between the young generation and the old generation. The guns issue, or just issues in general. Guns issue for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Um, especially with like all the shootings we've had, crazy. Yeah. Amount. It's crazy. crazy. And it, it doesn't. I think the older generation is still in charge, and I think yeah. that I mean politicians. Most don't politicians are kind of old white oh, men. Yeah. You know, like yeah, wasps. Yeah, all wasps. <laughs> Actually, and uh, and then the ones that stick out though are I don't know if you saw this woman. I don't. Even but she was she's a very she's very outspoken. She has like Twitter videos like when she's like tearing down it's like one of the, I don't know her name. I wish she did they have a documentary on Netflix though, so somebody can correct me eventually. But she stands out only because she's Latina and she's a woman and she's young. I and think I know who you're talking about, yeah, but I don't know her name. I don't know her name. So well shout out her. Um she is very outspoken and she is just that those type of people stand out because the majority of them are just people that have been there for years yeah um and it sucks but i think that policies will change in like 10 years 20 years hopefully hopefully but it's slow because the younger generation doesn't have the majority Mm -hmm. doesn't have the majority of people that are even in there it doesn't matter left or right because the people the younger kids in left and right are i think are gonna be more moderate or moderate yeah um which i am seeing just across the board in my friends you know the people i meet are just moderate basically mm. and it's like the majority i think there was a poll the majority of people are moderate and then yeah. like the the two extremes there's there's outliers for out, sure. yeah and there's outliers like a lot of them but it's only like 20 percent mm. uh on either side which is the more outspoken people anyways um, but it, thank God it doesn't make up the majority of the voting yeah. people. Just then people need to fucking vote, which yeah. is, you know, a big thing. People know, need to know what they're voting for. That's too. true. Informed. More yeah. people. is Informed societies will be the future of us, I believe, because of the internet, because of social media, because of people seeing eyes on, like, yeah. uh, Black Lives Matter blew up on social media mm-hmm. because of just the profoundness of that message yeah. and how no one knew about it. No one, most, like a lot of people didn't know about it. And when, when people do know about it, when moderate people know about it, just uh, normal Americans, they'll retweet it. They'll mm-hmm. put it out because that is fucked up. Yeah. The stuff that, that they were preaching, the, the stuff that, you know, they were fighting against was very fucked up. And yeah. that, that needs, I think our society is moving forward just to have, Information is being te- uh, information technology is yeah. going drawing back to that. Um, that is big in the internet age, and that will be big because of how they need to learn how to move information from one place to another, mm-hmm. and learn figuring out the technology for it. That's probably where the name comes from. But I think uh, I agree with you. But uh, I'm I'm trying to 
figure what I want to say. <laughs> I think, um, you know, the thing you're saying about media, yeah. I, I, it's because, like I said, way, way in the very beginning, like one love kind of thing, because mm-hmm. you're a music guy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think music is one of those things that really, really brings people together. Yeah. You know, and so. I think that's where we need to start. I, I feel like more musicians need to get involved. Like, um, it's so easy to know. Expe- yeah, like like uh, what's his name? Little Dicky. Yeah, came up with that song Earth. That Earth. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great message. It's a good message, but it's not a good I'll, song. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. It's delivered very poorly. Yeah, very very poorly. Yeah, and like you, when you think back to like other songs that like Genesis did, mm. or like um, We Didn't Start the Fire. Yeah. I can't remember by who. Oh man, Billy Billy Joel. Or something. Billy, Billy Joel, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but like songs like that. Mm-hmm. Like, We Are the World. Yeah. You know, those kinds of songs actually brought people together for a time, you know? Um, so, like, I think more artists need to start doing that, mm-hmm. you know? Especially, like, big artists. Like, I mean, Beyonce is doing it already, but, she like, is. people like, you know, Taylor Swift, that moves a, moves a generation, mm-hmm. um, Ariana Grande, you know, Chance the Rapper kind of does stuff like that. Yeah, thank God. I, I like how what he's doing. Um, I like what Chance the Rapper is doing specifically. Yeah. I, I think more artists need to do that. Yeah, they do. Um, because they have a platform as well. Yeah. And they affect culture. Mm-hmm. Um, culture is definitely where it's going to start. It's the minds of people. It's the minds of what... Also, it sucks because people will follow what other people think. Mm-hmm. You know, like, re- that's what retweets and likes are pretty yeah. much. Um, but that is definitely where it's going to start. Mm-hmm. So if Cardi B brought awareness to who knows, whatever school just, shootings, just whatever, you know, yeah. um, something, something that, that would probably for one thing, get her a, a huge amount of like support mm-hmm. because it is something that everyone is against. And just the knowledge of it is what is the platforms figuring out how to use platforms properly is yeah. definitely where it's going to start. And I think that'll change the culture and then that'll get, seep its way into voting somehow mm-hmm. i think it's just those people that grew up on those issues learned about them are going to get into office probably five six years from yeah. now they don't take like a few more years for it to actually change yeah, but yeah. they'll they'll be presenting these ideas that eventually they will make sense to the majority of the people the politicians mm-hmm. it's just that we're not there yet we're not yeah. even uh, yeah, it sucks we're, that we're, not we're, close, we're a little far from there we are far you know uh, uh, same thing with legalization of marijuana it's not going to take it's North Carolina specifically is going to take a long time. Ever, yeah. it's going to take twenty years. Yeah, thirty for years. sure, easily, easily because tobacco's huge mm-hmm. here, cigarettes huge here. Um, they're fighting. They're doing everything they possibly can to not get uh, marijuana legalized because the lobbyists are paying. Yeah, they, they want to figure the out money. a way to make money off of it. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. And honestly, they should just like start planting it. In their in their yeah, crops, they should you know? like, they should do you know just, marijuana cigarettes, yeah, oh man, something like that. You know, and that would that is definitely what would bring it over here quicker. Mm-hmm. It would also change the idea about it, and it would get you know just progress. You yeah. know, um, a lot of people want to stick to the old ways, and yeah, that's just I think that's just policy. Yeah, and the, and the scariest thing because I d- I took environmental science for a long time too, Oof. and that's that's, that's a huge topic, yeah, especially huge. now. Um, and the scariest thing is like, they won't even pay attention to that, know. you know, cause in their minds, it's like, well, I'm not going to be around much longer anyway. So it's just like, their problem. The world yeah, yeah. Else, yeah. You know? So it's just like, fuck dude. Fuck. Yeah. And like, 
That's why I brought up the little Dicky song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that, that's culture. You know, that's he, putting. Yeah, ideas he talks about culture. it, but yeah. he just does it in a really bad, like a really shitty way. Right. You know. And uh, I think also speaking on that genre of music in general, um, pop kind of pop rap yeah. kind of shit. I think the problem is is that Charlotte specifically as well. They're very stuck in the genre of. Um, we were talking about it. When my group were talking about it the other day. We were talking about that. I think we're just trying to copy LA culture out here. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of like trap music. It's a lot of uh, like just stuff you already hear. Mm-hmm. But if you put out music that's different, positive, mm-hmm. and sonically pleasing, that stuff gets clicks. Yeah. And that stuff puts out a different image than what LA is putting out. I think um, we're, we're working on this thing too as well to just get people to come over and just hang out, mm-hmm. just grill together, you know? make charlotte a community more than people competing with each other yeah um because that that'll also just get groups of people to start talking about the same things start bringing up issues that Mm -hmm. the bigger the group the bigger the petitions are going to be the more reach all that kind of stuff to change stuff really um you know and there was actually i don't know if a lot of people know about it but there's actually a shooting the next day really uh after the unc charlotte shooting in my apartment complex. Really? At my pool. So, so and he died. The guy the guy died. There was a it was a fight and then someone pulled a gun and shot him. Mm. And that stuff doesn't get that much press, I yeah. think. Could be a bunch of different reasons. It was smaller, but it was less than a mile away from the other one, the yeah. other shooting. Um and like if people I feel like like the country knew about both in that short amount of time, that would be beneficial mm-hmm. to the the debate about it you know debate about gun control and figuring out how to do that i think the more people talking about it the more people getting together like i'm talking about groups just people talking about it all those different ideas throwing into like how to control the guns how to figure out how to keep everyone happy mm-hmm. is is going to be how and that's you know that's what politicians are supposed to be doing but they're not so. yeah i mean the biggest thing is like you know a lot of people think we're um we're a democracy mm. Can't remember the actual term, <sighs> shit. But basically, it's it, we're we're not a democracy. Mm. You know, we 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 pay. You know, politicians they they say whatever they're paid to say. You know, and then on top of that, news outlets say what they're paid to say. That's you right. know, it's it's all this shit where like they get paid to to say whatever that company wants them to say, That's and right. then it's never the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, rarely the truth. Rarely, unless you're in like rarely. a small town where everyone just talks. Yeah. You know, it's 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 serious bullshit. It's, it's, it's bullshit. It is. It's big for bullshit. sure. Yeah, man. And we got to figure out how to do it, how to change it. I think social media has got to have something to do with it. Yeah. Just of how much influence that is. Yeah. Um, politicians aren't using social media in the way they should. They're just putting out. Donald Trump, for one example, is just mm-hmm. putting out things. Yeah, random <laughs> stuff. Just thoughts that they yeah. have. You know, so. We'll get there, I think. I think that the more people that are pushing up people that are positive and just people that are just trying to put out different issues, uh, just rapper, he's changing things in Chicago especially because that, that's shit, that place is like a war zone sometimes. Yeah, um, Chirac. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. And that, that he's using his platform in a good way. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of thing that needs to be happening a lot more. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, more, more artists should be doing it because mm-hmm. music is what brings us together. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. this is America. 
uh, Feels Like Summer. You know that song? Dude, that, that song, like, when you watch the music video, it's like, oh, like, there's there's Little Pump, there's Little Zan, you know, you, you know, pointing out all these people, yeah. like, there's Chris Brown or whatever. But, like, when you actually listen to the lyrics, it's about fucking global warming. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, yeah. Have to, I have to look up the lyrics. Damn, it's no It's about way. global warming. Whoa. Like, because when he says, like, it feels like summer, um, the he says he has a line where he's talking about water rising too high. Oh. <gasps> And he's talking about like like we need to we need to get together like he's saying all this stuff like, but like, that's a good message, yeah. you know? Because then like it's a visual visually a good message, but then when you listen to the lyrics, when you actually listen to the song, it's mm. like oh yeah, speaking on something, yeah. a message, a message. Yeah. Childish Gambino's right. He's yeah. not childish. He's not childish. <laughs> he's not childish. At all. Dude, that's why I think this. Honestly, I have a theory about when he said that it's his last album. This next one, I just think he's gonna go under like Donald Glover because he doesn't want to be childish anymore. Yeah. But um, also wait, I was gonna say something else. Oh, uh, so Lil Dicky did that video with all those celebrities in it, right? Yeah, yeah. So Childish Gambino did the same thing like three months before, yeah. you know. So I think like you're talking about like the this just this deliver deliverance of things. Mm-hmm. I think Childish Gambino definitely did it better, you yeah. know. And it, I don't know which one blew it more, but I gotta see the numbers. But I think um, I think Lil Dicky just because of how corny it was. Yeah, but he also did a lot of press for it. That's right. Yeah. A lot of advertisements. Yeah. Donald Glover really doesn't do much press. He doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah he doesn't need to. He's got like, a fan base. It just goes viral, you know. It does. Um but yeah, a little <laughs> <laughs> I can't go over how stupid it was. It's so, it's so corny, man. It's yeah. uh, it's just like I wish there was just a better way to figure out things like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. And Chow and Chow is on that on that path. He knows how what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Bringing people together and doing that kind of stuff. All right, let me check the time real quick. Yeah, man. I don't even know how long we've been in here. Uh, an hour and <laughs> <laughs> Is that too long for you? <laughs> no, no, no. Typically, um, they're all like that much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, lately they've been getting to be about an hour and thirty. Oh. But when I edit, um, it typically drops it down to like an hour fifteen, yeah. maybe an hour sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, cut out like the little spaces. <laughs> yeah. Like, Literally, a woman walked in here and started using the computer. Yeah, we were talking about like education or something. Yeah, we we're talking about conspiracy theories. That's actually. right. She probably thought we were crazy. Yeah, she's like, "Oh God, these guys—it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> it's that kind of podcast yeah. where we say anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about any topic. Right? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh man, I love it though. Yeah, I know. I I have the type of conversations all the time. I try to because I I actually do think that one-on-one speak is way different than like group speak yeah for sure which i love man i love and like classroom is not set up like that but like classroom set up is like people are scared to say something because they don't yeah know what, don't want to get yeah, it's always like huge like auditorium crowds yeah you know, yeah like 300 plus people yeah and that's that's not very good for learning i think i think one-on-one like speaking talking saying in a, an idea see what the other person thinks could bounce back with something else mm-hmm. you know and not like that doesn't happen in class which it should but and then even discussion like um classes they no one will get up and say things they'll one person will like yeah. three people out of the whole class out yeah. of like 200 people will say something the regulars the regulars you know? the people that always raise their hand yeah, exactly you know? uh there was this girl in my lbst class she was she was actually Your what LBST? Oh, I'm sorry. Liberal studies. It's uh, okay. You have to take it for UNCC. Really? It's all like very general education stuff, but you oh. need to take one of those per semester. Oh, okay, okay. Or no, not semester. Just you have to take a certain amount, but it's usually you to get it. You have to take it per one per semester, or you can take two. 
but that kind of class is very general and this one was more focused on like latin the relations between america and latin america and she was like 40 years old she's like a mom and she rose she rose her hand after everything he said like i swear to god man because i don't know i don't know why but she just the, she probably sat at the front too she's sitting in the front she's in the front and she was asking about every single thing and i'm like i raised my hand like i'm near the end of the, the end of it, and i was just was like what what was confusing <laughs> about that last thing you just said <laughs> because she just has a comment for it or something and i think she just feels obligated because not a lot of people are talking yeah so or maybe that's 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 their personality too. I've I've yeah. had my fair share of experiences with those kinds yeah. of people. And it's different. Man. Yeah, I actually um, <laughs> there was this one because I typically don't ever talk unless I'm talked to, yeah. especially in class. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this one time a buddy of mine was he's always likes to troll <laughs> the people that talk too much yeah. or ask too many questions. Yeah. And then one day he said something like completely like this is the line, and this is where he was. He just <laughs> like jump you just took one step just further one and i was like whoa 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 whoa, dude <laughs> you don't say that man yeah. just like drop that and everyone's yeah. like oh my god he talked <laughs> what class is this it was it was the gen ed class it was um fuck what was it called <sighs> basically it was like the it was a really stupid name for yeah. english it was an english class yeah. like a lit class and it was a really stupid name it was yeah. like um common Common speech, I don't know. yeah, it's like common speech or something. I was, it was so stupid. Ugh. I was like, oh god. No, dude. Uh, this one class I took, it's called quantitative literacy. <laughs> it's a math class. It's literally just word problems. <laughs> like the entire class is word problems. That was in community college, though. So that was, uh, I that mean, was easier. <laughs> but they had to figure out ways to just instead of saying just word problem math, it was yeah. They, they had to think literacy. of like crazy things to, yeah. to study. You um. You ever hear this? Probably not. The UVA, you know UVA, right? Yeah, yeah. They just they just won the uh, basketball tournament. Yeah. But um, yeah, they had this one class on vampires. <laughs> yeah, I think just a stupid class, but like people take it. Yeah. You know, because it's it's an easy A, but it's also interesting because you know you're you're learning about fucking vampires. <laughs> you know, not like the Twilight shit, but like, like actual real. like like. Brom Stroker vampire. Whoa. Yeah, like all like you're learning about the history of it in yeah. film, uh-huh. you know, all this other shit. Um, there's also like um because those are the classes where I'll talk. Because yeah. then I'll, I'll have questions. I'm like, what's your take on garlic? You know, it's just <laughs> like, are you a vampire man? I think like, they're a vampire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then there's classes like um, you know, Tolkien. Yeah. The writer uh, of uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. I heard you, about that class. Yeah, you ever watched the uh, movies? I watched the first one. Yeah, they they have a whole class, like a whole fucking semester Whoa. based on Tolkien. The books or the movies? No, All the guy. It. The guy, just a guy. Just a guy. <laughs> and it's just like, dude. That'd be an interesting class, though. It is, because um, they have a movie coming out, actually. About him? Yeah, Tolkien. Whoa. But, um, dude, he is crazy, because if you... His, his creative process was insane. Like, mm-hmm. the books themselves... Lord of the Rings is, is 3,000 3, pages long. Whoa. Yeah. And not only that, this motherfucker, literally, before he started writing the book, he's like, all right, there's elves. Let me write their language first. Before? Before. He wrote a whole appendix on their language. Like a whole dictionary. Oh, my God. And it's like, dude, how much time do you have? How much time do you have? Do you get paid for that? Like, I guess, I mean, if he had books out already, that would be different. But if that was a start. That was was before. Before. 
That was a start. Yeah, and he did that for all of it. Like wow. The whole history. Of how it. do you have time for this stuff? Like, how do, how do they have time? Uh, <laughs> man, it's crazy. Uh, so I'm I'm writing a book as well. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm 90 pages in though. <laughs> and I like an autobiography. No, 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 no. So it's fiction. It's not. Uh, it's alternative history. Have you ever heard of those type of yeah. books? So um, it's if the Confederacy won the Civil War. Oh, and okay. what the world will look like. They have a show coming out. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought they had you first. No, I, <laughs> I really didn't. There was this commercial out actually a long time ago that inspired me to write this. It was a commercial about if this kind of confederacy yeah. really did. And it would be a commercial about, I think it was a commercial about somebody running. It was a fake. It was a fake ad. Mm-hmm. And that was like, whoa, like that's really interesting to me. I think alternative history things are really interesting. Yeah, it's it's very interesting because it's a, it's a great thought experiment. It is, you know, like shit. What if Tupac didn't die? Yeah. That's a really good one. What would the rap game look like? Yeah, what would the rap game look like? Who would have came up and who wouldn't have came mm. up? You know, but then like you get like seriously into it. Like, what if what if you know? I don't know. What if what if D Day failed? Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, fuck. I guess we wouldn't be here. Yeah, I don't think we would be, dude. If they failed that, man, Germany would probably take over the whole world or something. They'd they de- something. they definitely wouldn't have taken out uh, most of Europe. Yeah, I don't think they would have taken out Russia. World. No, Russia probably would have kicked their yeah, ass Russia's eventually. Too big, man. But fucking yeah, like crazy shit like that. Like, yeah, and it's so interesting to me. That's why I'm trying to write a book on yeah. it. But they're getting a lot of backlash, actually. Which Confederate? One? Really? Yeah, the show. They're getting a lot of backlash because it's like, how dare you talk about oh. that? The union won, you know, the U.S. Yeah, won, racism right. lost, like racism all this shit. Lost, yeah. But then, like, I think they're doing it based not on, um, like, the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. More history lesson, guys. Um, but the the Confederacy was going to break off anyway. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It was uh, North and South America yeah. or something like that. Or North America. North yeah. and South. Like, the U.S. US was going to split. Um, and they're going to have the Confederate States of the, of the yeah, the America. Confederate States of America or mm-hmm. something like North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, all that shit. But they didn't like the taxes. They didn't like um, a bunch of other shit, like the policies. Yeah. But then when they were like, all right, we're going to abolish slavery. And they're like, all right, well, fuck you. <laughs> you know, so that, that was the straw that that's, him yeah, back. That's, that's, that's the thing that people stick on a lot, though. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if you read it, if you read an actual fucking history book, Abraham Lincoln himself said, I don't care, like, this, is, this isn't this is verbatim, but I don't care if the slaves are freed or not. I just want to keep the U.S. together. Yeah. That's literally what he said. I read that, too. Not oh. literally, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a paraphrase, but it's it's actually true. I mean, that, and it worked, though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, did, it came yeah. out on top, and he knew what he was doing. Um, but, yeah, the that would be a very interesting, that's the topic that I'm, so I wrote I wrote those ninety pages and I got to that point, but I hadn't really figured out the history of it. Yeah. So I stopped, and then I've been ever since like I stopped like six months ago. I've ever since been trying to figure out what it actually would look like. Yeah. I'm really just what I wrote before was just a plot of like this guy going from the East Coast up and down the East Coast trying to figure out uh, people's views and he's giving speeches and he's bringing the northern ideas to the south and that is where i got into it but then like i didn't even talk about if that if it would be split Mm -hmm. if it would like if there's a border wall or something like Mm -hmm. that'd be crazy and i definitely am like looking into it i just haven't gotten i have to write like an appendix i have to write like another history book before yeah you have to figure out what you want to say exactly yeah and and i started the idea like two years ago like 
not knowing anything, just knowing, just knowing the idea that like, oh, what happens if the Confederacy won the Civil War? And that was, a, that was an interesting enough idea for me, but I think I, that's why I stopped. And now I'm trying to figure out the history of what really would happen. And uh, this summer, I'm going to really tell you, I have a lot more time over this summer, so I'll probably actually pick that back yeah, up. Just, but just get, get a jam session in. Honestly, man. And, and when I was writing that book, man, I would write like 20 pages a day, like, but it would be every two months <laughs> yeah <laughs> you I know mean, you got to get in a certain flow it's, yeah, you it's know flow. It, it could take forever but it's good it's gonna happen exactly and same thing with music so bring that back up <laughs> <laughs> always got to bring it back in dude i that's all i care about nowadays <laughs> man. that's all i'm doing every day man uh i was on the way here i listened to a demo that i made the other night just trying to figure out if that's right you know yeah. like which is not but <laughs> what's what's your creative process oh um so I start with a sound. It's usually the top layer or the melody, mm-hmm. I call it. I call it the top layer because I, I break it down. So like the top is very high-pitched stuff. So okay. melodies and hi-hats I put up there. Mm-hmm. The middle is like the kick drum, the snare, the mm-hmm. vocals, maybe a bass layer, bass guitar or something mm-hmm. like that. Then all the way down low, bass, bass, like 808s, mm-hmm. like trap music, 808s. Or uh, real, you know, down bass or something like that. So I start with a top layer. I figure out what that's gonna sound like, and if it's, if I can loop it so that it doesn't get annoying, that is where I'll be. Okay, that's fine for right now. Then I'll go to the snares. I'll go to the kick drum. I'll go to the drums. See where I want that to go, and then I'll where. So I work from top to bottom. Um, and then when I get from there, I have to then figure out a way to make it interesting the whole way through for at least two minutes, mm-hmm. because if I'm sending a beat to somebody, I have to give them spaces where they can change up their flow. Yeah. They can change up the, they can put a hook there or something like that. So I'll add like another ta- top layer to a certain part. Um, so that that'll be the distinction. That's where the chorus should be. That's mm-hmm. where the, the hook should be. Yeah. So then I make that, I sit on it for probably a day or two. And then I'll show it to somebody. It doesn't matter who. It, usually it's one of my friends that makes music. Yeah. They like it. They'll say, oh, man, like, can you send that to me? You know? And then that's where it goes from there. And then they'll we'll exchange back and forth. They'll write. I'm, I, so recently <laughs> some people in my, in my group have been trying to write on the spot. So they um, go into it, freestyle a bar. Mm-hmm. Then they got to figure out what they want to say next takes a lot more time than just yeah. writing you know mm-hmm. so I, i'm a huge believer in writing because i also grew up on rap and hip-hop and, mm-hmm. and r&b that people wrote yeah and uh so you know that and it, it creates a different sound when you freestyle and stuff like that so my the way i do it is that i will send the beat to them and i'm like okay write to this set you know let me know what you think if you can't record it on your own then you come through come to my, my studio my studio is in my bedroom and <laughs> it's my studio though yeah it's not my bedroom it's my studio <laughs> <laughs> i just sleep in there <laughs> yeah i just sleep in my studio honestly um so then i make that uh, and they come in and they record it and then we talk about it and we figure it out i sit on music for at least a month though um because i don't want to put something out that feels rushed yeah or because like i i got better at mixing vocals within three weeks one time because like I mixed this one song. I'm like, oh, it sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I sat on it. I went back to it. And I was like, wow, whoa. This mid-range is too loud. Way too loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time. So I know of, I'm conscious of that now. And I'm able to 
sit on things for a long time because that's the only way I'm going to have to do it because I'm going to keep getting better in that time because I'm, I'm like Kanye. I'm working like five beats a day, man. Like, so I have to figure out if that's right. Mm-hmm. One of those five beats is good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the rest is just trash basically. But that one beat is good enough for a song that I can make in two days, three days, sit on it for a minute, figure it out, listen in the car, listen on the Bluetooth speaker, listen on my speakers, listen on somebody else's Bluetooth speaker, all right, that sounds pretty good. I know where I need to fix it, mm-hmm. master it, then put it up on iTunes, put it up on DistroKid. You know, I, that's what I use. DistroKid is the distribution thing. They, okay. You upload it to that, they upload it to all the stores. So that's my creative process is just waiting. My whole thing is waiting, not rush anything. Mm-hmm. Put it out when it's ready, yeah. when you know it's ready. And when everybody, also the other vocalists that are on it, are happy with it. Yeah. Um, I'm dropping, so I tried to drop, I tried to drop an EP every week this month, which is hard. That sounds uh, hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I did not have the songs ready, and I didn't have anything for this Saturday coming up. We just dropped something last Saturday. It was uh, that Rapacity, my roommate. And then I was going to dro- drop something with my chocolate soda band, like the band of people. Mm-hmm. We have music, but it's not done. Yeah. It's all very one-dimensional, and it's not background vocals and stuff. So we know what we need to fix, but we all need to be in the studio to do it. Mm-hmm. And that delays the creative process a lot just because yeah. of not everybody together. Bands have to be together to make music together. Yeah. Um, so then that's all right. I mean, I'll be okay. But I'm going to drop my mixtape on the week of my birthday, actually. It's my birthday month. And so I'm going to drop that. And then I'll be ready to go. I'm going to keep dropping stuff as much as I can just because I want to have people. I want to have, like, my followers. I have, like, I have like 500 followers. I'll probably about, like, 100 of them engage with the stuff I post, which is good. Yeah. And it's a good start. And I've, and I've 20%. Get, yeah, yeah, it's 20%. So if you put out that quality content every time, like, I knew I didn't have quality content, so I'm not going to post anything this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if that stuff is good enough to post out to send to those 500 people, maybe this time 200 people might click. Yeah. Because they're seeing that people actually are engaging with it, with it and and they like it and it's good and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that I'm so conscious of what people other people will think and I think that's the start of any like new thing that you're working on. I'm sure the beginning of this podcast was more Oh yeah. You were really worried about what would people think, but after a while you just kind of fuck it you know like yeah there's um there's actually i can't I can't remember which episode i actually addressed it yeah but i was like i'm gonna stop editing so much because uh-huh. i remember when i first first five episodes i didn't edit at all oh um and then afterwards i think when i started introducing like the um the intro music the outro music i uh i was like oh i gotta edit out all my ums yeah. all my like repetitive words like like or you know mm-hmm. you know all that shit but then I got to the point where, like, all right, first of all, it's taking way too much time. Mm-hmm. And who really cares? Yeah. You know? so. No one really cares. And that's how conversations are. Yeah. You know? Uh, unfiltered kind of raw, like, conversations. Is yeah, yeah. A lot of ums and likes. And I think that people have con- grown accustomed to it now. Yeah. I, I do edit it, some of it out, like yeah. the long pauses. Yeah, the really long pauses yeah. need to be taken out. Um, <laughs> I also edit out sometimes. Sometimes. I think out of like, I've had like 12 guests, oh, wow. 12-ish, yeah. but maybe 15, mm-hmm. but um, two two of them I've had conversations, like a small kind of like, I guess you call it a skit, 
but I, I just took him out because oh. it was talking about something that I was like, I right, yeah, probably shouldn't talk about this yeah, or I you know, whatever. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit, right? Isn't that yeah, what a bit. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I heard about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the same thing, though. You're like acting out yeah, something yeah. for a comedy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, I'm just like, because in my personal life, <laughs> I'll say whatever. Yeah. Like, so but I, I, do, I do censor it and screen it in my head first. Like, yeah. This is gonna be a good joke, <laughs> but then I'll tell it and be like, "That was that a good joke." A good joke. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'll screen it in my head first and be like, "All right, yeah. this this is a good joke, yeah. but it's in bad taste." Mm. So I'm not I'm not gonna say it. Man, there's a lot of bad taste nowadays too. So yeah, that, I mean, that takes it out. That's something you gotta be really careful with. Yeah, conscious of absolutely. Yeah. Um, and same thing, you know, uh, with the messages and stuff that you put out on social media. Oh yeah, for sure, um, for sure. And that connects to. Anything that I put on lyric wise on music, which is scary because like I can't really say too much. Mm-hmm. If I'm saying about most of what I sing about is like women and like loving women, you know, yeah. just like figuring out ways to say it differently. <laughs> Cause, okay. Cause, like <laughs> that's, I mean, that is not celebrated, but it is tolerated because you're talking of yeah. women, you know. Um, a lot of the people that are like the backlash against a lot of rappers is that they're you know treating women badly or they're talking yeah. about women in a bad way so if you talk about it the opposite way and praise them and put them on a pedestal it's better and mm-hmm. that's that's how i'm gonna have to do it because i don't really have too much life experience to talk about that much so if i just write in a certain way to make it sound like i do <laughs> it's gonna work because yeah. that's and then, and then it works for me because any music that I'm going to put lyrics on, I don't want to blow up because <laughs> yeah. I don't want my voice blowing up, man. I don't really like my voice that much. <laughs> but, you know, that's uh, that's different. So the lyrics-wise, talk about women in a certain way, you know, love women, um, put them up on pedestals, figure out ways to say it in different ways, you know. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a little harder with lyrics. It is. Because, I mean, on a podcast, it's it's super easy to be like, you know, we we talk about whatever, and then, you know, it, it's just like a something we talked about. Yeah. But then, like music, especially lyrics, you know, you, it's it's like premeditated, mm-hmm. you know, and you thought about it, mm-hmm. and so sometimes it can be like misheard or like yeah. you know construed or whatever, and just mm-hmm. people are just like, you know, you could say like, I don't know, I have a, I have a preference for a thick woman or something, yeah. and then, you know. S- people that aren't thick would be like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Offended, yeah. like, well, I mean, it's my preference. You know? <laughs> it's, it's and then true. you have to go and explain it. Yeah. You have to be like, you know, so it's, how, just, it's tougher. That's how people blow up nowadays. I do like thick women, though. I do like, I'm a, I'm a thick woman guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm all about them thick bitties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because of that song. Yeah. <laughs> just got me into that. Man. But um, yeah, so that that's usually the way to to do it though is to talk on your experience and talk mm-hmm. about you know what you do in your real life and and i was gonna say a point with that but i forgot what it was so. uh yeah so women love them yeah <laughs> that's the final message guys final i was message. i was trying to end with a moral yeah or like a a, a point to take away and mm-hmm. that's it love women love women women are the best yeah man. all right let's see what the time yeah it's probably a long time Forty-five, <laughs> not too bad. You yeah, got anything else you want to talk about? Um, let's see. No, man. Uh, I, I just want to, you know, keep going, keep doing podcasting, man. Because you're good. Yeah. I, I listened to one over on the way over here as well. Uh, I liked, I like the ones where you're like no, no guest. It's actually kind of cool. I like. Yeah. That. I like it. I, I'm, I'm into that because that's just my, um, 
I like hearing people talk. So like Gary V does that. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if you see my Instagram. Um, Gary V does that. Uh, some other podcasters do that, but it also all obviously adds flavor when you have another yeah. guest. It's a different perspective. But yeah, that's know. that's the reason I bring guests on. Yeah, um, they bring a different perspective. Different, yeah. You know, um, like someone like you. I, I'm not really musically inclined. Mm-hmm. So having someone on you to talk about your experiences and all that shit, you know, it's 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 great. Yeah. And then, um, you know, other guys like uh, Parker, Parker, like we were talking about earlier, you know, great business mind, you know, all that stuff. I mean, I, I try and get guests on as much as possible. Good. But yeah, yeah. sometimes um, I'll do like individual episodes. Because you, you just can't. You didn't yeah. have a guest that week. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, I just have something to talk about. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, you, you're probably the first person to say that you prefer not having a guest. I'm, I'm just like that, though. I'm weird because yeah. I like hearing people talk. And especially people when they're on their own, they like you you'll just find something to say yeah and, you, and you'll and i don't even know if you have like some sort of script if when you're by yourself or you just I don't know really. what you're going to talk about yeah. so i i'm i like that because i like diving deep into topics mm-hmm. when it's more than one person i that's just a different setting that's a different mode of podcasting is when yeah. you have someone else so i mean i like all of it it's just yeah like typically uh when i'm by myself i just come up with a topic yeah like um the most recent one was um, the inter- the eternal conflict or whatever mm-hmm. else it was called. Literally, literally, I just pulled out the mic, set it up, and then I was like, "All right, I'm gonna talk about fighting, but not fighting like physically, but like fighting in your mind. Yeah, yeah in your mind, yeah. you know, like like fighting against like social pressures, fighting for your dreams or whatever." But I ended up talking about the most random <laughs> shit. Like, I even addressed it in the episode. I was like, "Oh you shit, I, I'm rambling here." Yeah. Like. <laughs> But yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's fun. But you have to when it's by yeah. yourself. You're gonna ramble. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, man. Nah, I lo- I I love podcasts. I'm a fan of just podcasts in general. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, yeah, it's good to have. Also, I I, tr- I used to listen to a lot of podcasts. So yeah. I listen to um, you know, Lore by Aaron Mankey. No, it sounds um, good. Though. Aaron, if you're listening to this, man, hit me up, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's really interesting because yeah. he tells like folk folk tales, folklore, but in between and after he'll talk about like what it actually meant right. you know like he had one about um the romani people like gypsies mm-hmm. um and then i didn't know this but he explained that gypsies actually comes from egyptian because um in like i guess like central europe area uh there were some egyptians and typically they were like perceived as being basically witches mm. yeah. so they're like they didn't want to say Egyptian for some reason, so they called them gypsies. Um, but they're actually like the Romani people from like Romania, I guess. But um, yeah, super interesting because he talks about how it's actually really interesting culture. Um, you know, they, they're they known for like putting hexes on people, like curses, you know? So like there's a big stereotype against gypsies for being witches. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you know, when they curse people, it's not because, or it's not, to try and like actually give him a curse it's to be like you disrespected me like you stole my gold whatever i curse you because you stole my gold and then most people when they hear that it's like oh no i've been cursed by a gypsy but what they're really saying is um they're really saying is you stole my gold you disrespected me i hope you feel bad about it i I hope 
you know, you you have a terrible life. I hope this guilt follows you. That's yeah. the curse. Yeah. And so it's really interesting because, like, how do you go from being a culture that's based around pretty much, like, honor, respect, and, like, humility and understanding, you know, community, mm-hmm. to being literal witches? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's crazy. Kind of yeah. And so he talks about shit like that. I like that. That sounds yeah. cool, though. Yeah. I like that. And uh, I like the, that... So the um, Joe Rogan has people on that talk about like ancient civilizations. Yeah, that blows my mind every time. So like that kind of gypsy stuff would I, I probably should listen to Lore by who is it? Aaron Mankey. Aaron. Mankey. Uh, yeah, it's spelled. Uh, I mean, Aaron's just Aaron A A Ron, mm-hmm. but then M A H N K E something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like it, man. Yeah. I, that's I gotta check that out. I like the ones that are going in depth on t- certain topics as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like Joe Rogan has like certain people on that will. So, oh, like you, you had a a, a musical guest on. Yeah. yeah. So some sort of musical yeah, minded person. Some an expert. An expert. Yeah, yeah. I'm not an expert. But <laughs> well, you're, you're more of an expert than me. So. Uh, okay. Well, I'll take that. I'm <laughs> a I'm a study of the craft. I'm a studier of the craft. Uh, yeah. An act. Well, oh, that's uh, a better term. Yeah. 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 Uh, just like figuring out how that craft works mm-hmm. and. Somebody that isn't into that, you know, you want to hear what that is about. So, same, you know, I think that's a beauty of podcasting is that you can bring a, t- a certain person on and yeah. they, they can explain to in your perspective. Yeah. Actually, um, funny enough, I talked about this with my previous guest, uh, Bo Mono, mm-hmm. who's the film editor I was telling you about. Yeah, yeah. Um, going live on the, seven, the 6th of May. 6th of May. That's today. That's but t- this is going to go out next week. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, we talked about Joe Rogan, and um, I explained to him that I really try and model my podcast after his. Obviously, he's got way more money than me, wow. but, you know, it's it's modeled the same. You know, I try and bring on guests that know what they're talking about, yeah. you know, because then it educates me, educates my uh, audience, stuff, yeah. you know, so cool yeah. stuff like that. I love it. that, and that's that style of podcasting is desperately needed yeah it's more fun yeah and it's way more fun you get you get into topics that you you know didn't know about or the audience didn't know about um so if you've never you've never had some yeah it's right you never had like an artist on right like some sort of uh musical person no 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 one one in music so that the anybody listens to the podcast will get into that and yeah it's very uh i like it though that's that's my kind of thing man yeah all i need is a uh a sidekick like Jamie. Yeah, man. I mean, we got a TV right here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's playing. Oh, it's playing. Oh man, that happened in Mooresville, man. Oh, right. You know what that is? What is that? Oh, uh, so uh, a cop got shot in Mooresville. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> too many more thing, sad stuff. Too many things happening yeah. man, around here. So. Ah, great. But um, yeah, I need Jamie, man. Just change yeah. the channel. Jamie, change the channel. Yeah, to pick up like. Yeah. Pick up some information that you like brush on, and yeah. <laughs> you, like pulls up something. Yeah, like that, like article. that, uh, like the Latina um, activist that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah she can could, he bring up the name like, yeah. and everything on TV. Like, who is that? Oh yeah, who's that? But yes, yeah, you know someone like that. I need, uh, I need myself uh, Eddie Bravo. Someone mm-hmm. just comes out with conspiracy theories twenty four seven. You know, I was watching that last night. That is ridiculous. The way he talks <laughs> about flat Earth, yeah, dude, kills He's me. He's obsessed with that. He's obsessed, and Joe, Joe is coming at him so hard for a full hour about how, like, you're an idiot for believing this, mm-hmm. and you need to look at the evidence. And I'm like. I mean, he's right, but like, just Eddie is going crazy over here, yeah. and, he's, and he's talking about how he, he it's for entertainment. Like, he yeah. does to make fun of it, just to, uh, or to have fun with it. I think he was saying. 
And he, Joe, I understand Joe's side because of he does have an audience at a Bravo. People listen to him. Yeah. He has his own podcast. And, you know. Yeah, it's like the Flat Earthers or something. Yeah, it's literally a Flat Earth podcast. Dude, it's freaking ridiculous. Right. And people listen to that and they're like, oh, yeah, he's right. You know, and like people actually believe this. Shit. Have you have you actually done any research on Flat Earth? Man, like two years ago when they talked about it. When you, it were you ever like slightly convinced? <laughs> slightly is definitely the word for it but it wasn't like n- i was still said no way yeah, dude all right guys put your tin hats back on oh you on you were into put, it put your tin hats back oh, on. oh man dude sometimes like obviously a lot of it's bullshit a lot like the fucking oh god what's some sometimes they say really stupid shit like i saw this one where it's like a flight from um some point in argentina to Australia should be very easy because all you have to do, oh no, from Chile, from Chile to Australia should be very easy because all you have to do is just go across the sea. Right. But no, you have to stop off somewhere. Was it Argentina or Chile? Which, which one's closer to Australia? Or which one's not on the Pacific? Oh, I can tell you that. Argentina. Argentina's on the other side. Yeah, Argentina to Australia. You have you can cross the ocean. Yeah, easiest Straight route, on. right? Yeah. If if it were a globe, mm. but mm-hmm. instead you have to fly to like fucking Turkey or something, then go to Australia. Yeah. Why? Because the Earth isn't a globe; it's fucking flat, <laughs> and you know it's it's cut up in a crisp where it's like you have the Americas on one side, and then the uh, rest of the world on the other. So you have to go from here to Turkey because then it makes a straight line if it's uh, on a flat surface, right? Yeah, okay, okay. And you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. No, you fucking idiot. No, you don't. It's because the ocean is so fucking wide. Yeah. You can't make it in one trip. That's right. That, you need to refuel. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, Come what on. the hell? And you're not going to stop in South Africa. Like, yeah. They, <sighs> like, what the hell? Yeah, and then that's like, I mean, what's like, I couldn't tell you what the real evidence is of it, though. Yeah, like, you, I know you can't know until you go like, up there and look at it. Right, you know? exactly. And that's what Eddie was saying. Was like, yo, I haven't been up there. It's all CGI, those pictures. And I'm like, <laughs> man, come on. Yeah, the, the, there's a, they talk about it. There's this Chinese satellite with yeah. a camera on it. It's taking pictures of the Earth every day on the hour, all the time. So if he's right, then that means that they're doctoring photos every hour and putting that up. Someone's paying somebody to do that. Like who would be paying dude, dude, for that? You know, that's like some North Korea shit. That's some North Korea shit. And I'm sure there's something going on dude, over there. Like about that. Supreme leaders watching us like big brother, big brothering <laughs> us right now. Like, Oh, you better, you better change that image. Yeah, man. It's like, dude, damn, come on. Fucking idiot. You think that, yeah, man, there's, there's something going on. There, there. There's some things I, I kind of, I'm kind of iffy on though. Mm-hmm. Like the moon landing, the moon landing, I've seen the, there's this one video that they're like, look, there's a camera showing of them faking like some yeah. sort of thing. Because I, I believe we did go to the moon. I do. I, I just don't believe we went there as early as we did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, the space race. Out, right? Yeah, the space yeah, race. Yeah. It literally came out of nowhere. It's like 1969. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they're they saying like the only reason they wanted to do it that early was to push the Soviet Union to try it too right. and basically bankrupt them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of believe that. That makes some sense. It, it would make sense if that was true, you yeah. know, and, and I haven't seen the evidence either way, yeah. you know, so I couldn't say either way, but I definitely, yeah, you're right. Like that, that is a yeah. it, it makes sense point. from like a business standpoint yeah. and also like obviously a war conflict standpoint, mm-hmm. but 
you know, I, I, I just think we went to the moon at some point. I think. Know? For I, sure, I, we went to the moon. Right. Like, And maybe even, like, the videos of it are fake, but we might have went to the moon. Yeah, and yeah like, at some point. You couldn't get a good enough camera up there to mm-hmm. really take some video of it. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? But um, the the strange thing is that we haven't been back, which I don't understand. I think it's more the money behind it oh, and there's for sure. no point it's way too expensive right and there's a point of even going up there and then that's why the next ex- the next voyage is to mars mm-hmm. um uh, elon musk is talking about that and i'd love to see that and there's going to be better cameras which we will see if that's fake or yeah, not yeah. you know so i want to see that i want to see that'll be our generations <laughs> to the moon you know yeah yeah so that'll be an interesting day but can't Dude, wait for that. but yeah flat earth flat earth yeah. man I don't know why on my Instagram feed, you know how you get, um, you get like recommended, uh, pages. Accounts, yeah, pages yeah, yeah. or whatever sent to you. Sometimes I get like flat earth ones or conspiracy based ones. I'm like, dude, who do, I don't like any of these pictures. Who the fuck do I follow? Dude, yeah, that like gives me this. It's someone. It's I, I don't somebody. follow any of those things, but it's someone in my friend group. I heard, I heard explore pages and, and the recent things and the people like the people suggested under posts yeah. are, Blo- uh, local based and your followers and the people you follow mm-hmm. based. So the people that so there's somebody. There's somebody. <laughs> might there. be a few people <laughs> that are watching. They're that. just like low key. Yeah, man. They, and they they might even not even they might like it, but that'll pop up on your feed only because they're it, doing yeah. that. And know? there's there's some things where it's like, oh God, I can't get over the, like the the Earth is flat. And that the only thing stopping us from falling off is fucking Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, right. Antarctica is a giant ring. Yeah, so it makes no sense. That right, like that is. I feel like somebody has gone all the way. <laughs> like yeah. if it was a flat Earth, somebody would get the evidence yeah. that you can just keep going, yeah. and then you'll fall off the edge of the yeah, Earth. <laughs> so, but Eddie Bravo is going to tell you that guy was killed. Yeah, right. Yeah, that guy, that guy was, was shot dead. Yeah, he was shot dead. He was taken out. Uh, there's probably some sort of border, <laughs> like yeah, people dude. standing at the border of it, just like. Uh, you God. can't go farther. I think the funniest part, and this this actually kind of convinces me that the government knows something we don't, mm-hmm. where, where um, people are like, if you know so much conspiracies, right, why don't they just kill you? It's like, because I'm the primary target. If they kill me, then it makes more sense. Yeah, It's that's like, they true. need me to sound fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, first of all, you do sound crazy. <laughs> For one. You do sound crazy, Eddie. Right. But then that's like... Yeah. You think about it, it's like, wait a second. I mean, there's he some might be things. something. There's some things yeah, that he dude. could be right about. <laughs> or there you just don't have evidence either way. Yeah. Um and yeah. he's very and that's that's the big thing is that do be skeptical of everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because that is important. Yeah, take everything off a grain of salt. Absolutely. And if you don't have that evidence, then you shouldn't project something. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't put that message out if you don't know the evidence. But there are it is evidence of pictures of the earth of being round. Mm-hmm. And there's evidence of the earth being round just by gravitational force and yeah. how the the stars move ahe- above us mm-hmm. when we're rotating and stuff like that. So that stuff convinces me enough to mm-hmm. be like, okay, I can c- almost positively say. Also the if you're on a plane, you look you mm-hmm. can kind of see that the earth is dipping. Yeah. So that is where I get my evidence from. It's and that. Dude. You know? Speaking of that the 
earth thing where you can look over. Mm-hmm. People were saying if it's a ball and there's water on it, it's just going to fall off the sides. <laughs> and it's like, do you not know how gravity works? That's gravity. <laughs> That's gravity. It's like, do you not know how gravity works? Like, what? We just have a what huge. What are you thinking? We also have a huge fireball in the middle of our Earth, the yeah. core that is sucking things yeah, towards it's just it, pulling everything in. Yeah, and then you know? the Earth is spinning, so that's just making things even more. I don't, I don't understand that part where it, it's not flying that direction. But I think there's such a force in the middle of the, of the Earth that is dragging everything towards it. Mm-hmm. We don't understand gravity at all. Yeah, but <laughs> gravity, gravity makes sense in the way that they have been able to try and explain it. Yeah, but, you know, Dude, who knows? Fucking crazy theories. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I love hearing them though. Yeah. I do like hearing them. I respect I like poking people. Holes in them. The what? That's that's my favorite thing. I like poking holes. Yeah, in them. me too. I love it. And, like the moon thing. <laughs> you ever hear the moon one where it's just like, um, again, full flat circular Earth mm-hmm. that the moon actually rotates around, opposite the sun. Oh. And it's like, why the fuck do you see the sun? Why, why do you see the moon during the day? Right, right. Explain that to me. And they're like, oh, we can't. We but can't. then. <laughs> we can't at all. Yeah, there's another part. It's like, well, based on what you're saying, if the earth was flat, right, and the moon is just hovering around the whole fucking planet. Right. I, it, it, it doesn't make sense because then the sun's doing the same thing. That's true. Wouldn't every day be just daylight? Both. Yeah. yeah you just have daylight. It, it would be both. Every right? day. You right? would see the moon and the sun yeah, at all it would, times. It would not make any sense. It wouldn't make any sense. You know? Yeah. And, man, that's just... People just love being conspiracy theorists, honestly. They yeah. love it. They need something to talk about. They need something to talk about, yeah. man. And it's fun to talk about. I like talking about it <laughs> in a hilarious... In, like, joking about it. Like, yeah, yeah maybe... Like, look into it. Yeah, man. Just look into Jeez. it. Like, you'll see that there is pure-reviewed, like, yeah. articles saying yeah. that it's round. Like, <laughs> Every simulation that we've done of the Earth being round has been falsified. Yeah. Like, is, look into it. Oh, well, also, we're a simulation, so... Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. We're we the Matrix right now. Yeah, dude. we actually are. Like, all this, this is scripted. This is scripted. Yeah, this, man. This is all scripted. Yeah, so don't worry about it. That stuff. I... Uh, Elon Musk kind of buys into it, too, so that... The simulation thing, I don't touch. I Because it touch. could be. Because it's scary. That's <laughs> it's scary, scary to think about. It really it could be, It freaks though. you out. You would never know. You would never know You would at know all. until the end. That's right. Like, that's, like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, so let's have fun with that. Sometimes... I get afraid <laughs> thinking about like, oh, what happens after we die? Yeah. And it's just like, wait a second. Let's go even further. Mm-hmm. When did time start? <sighs> dude, that's like. When did that? Yeah, dude, that's like high knowledge right there. there. That's like. Knowledge. We're going we're gonna to get a pound of weed right yeah, now. Yes, sir. <laughs> and just smoke that shit and give us about five minutes. And we'll figure it out. Yeah. And we'll we're, then we're going to watch a hummingbird video because <laughs> we forgot all about this. You know? Yes. I'm down. <laughs> I'm big down. Dude, that would be freaking wild. That'd be fun, man. I yeah. can't wait for that kind of stuff. I mean, I do that on a daily, on like, if I'm ever hanging out with my friends, we do something like that. That's yeah. that's fun. <laughs> Just go deep into like some topics. Look at it, pull it up on the, I have a Chromecast, so I pull it up on the TV, like Joe Rogan, and we'll talk about it. We'll be like, oh, look at yeah. this evidence. Jamie, pull it up. Jamie, put it up. I'm Jamie. I'm yeah. Jamie <laughs> in my own conversations. Yeah. You're talking to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I pull it on my phone. I'm like, look at this, though. <laughs> I like it, though. Yeah, man, it's fun. Uh, I do like conspiracy. Just I want to understand what they're saying mm-hmm. and figure out. Okay, well, they're probably wrong about this because there's this peer-reviewed thing about it. For centuries, we've understood this. You know, um, I really like this one's conspiracy. I don't even know if it's a conspiracy, where we're finding out about um, 
ancient civilizations where we thought that humans have only been around for like 20, 30,000 20, 30, like years, that, yeah. right? But then they found some sort of humani- humanoid person yeah. in a cave 100,000 years ago that it was carbon dated to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa. So that kind of stuff, the understanding of our earth and the understanding of our, our century old, like our, our people, our understanding of humans and people that we just don't, scientists just don't look past mm-hmm. this certain point because something happened then yeah. like this ice age and all that yeah um like that was a cataclysmic cla- event mm-hmm. to the whole world that buried a bunch of stuff you know dude so here's something to blow your mind you ever okay. hear the statistic where um yeah we've been around for hundreds of thousands of centuries right mm-hmm. statistically speaking 97 percent of human history was unwritten for yeah. as far as we know. Yeah, yeah. We, right. It Written history been. started mm-hmm. very, very recently. Yeah. You know, we didn't start writing shit down until then. What, 2,000 two thousand years? Yeah, right? two, two 3,000 years. Pretty yeah. much like the Egyptian time. Right. Um, and craziest thing is, you know, you hear that and it's like, wow, that's kind of crazy, but they were probably cavemen. But yeah. then you think the pyramids were actually built right before written history was made. So, like, dude. That's right. Um, and actually, I watched a um, watched a video on History Channel, mm-hmm. not a video, I guess an episode yeah, like on History Channel. Um, and they were talking about how the pyramids are actually built from the outside in. Whoa! Yeah, they built the pyramid shape and then dug in and built out. Oh. And so, um, and the the reason they know that is because they found actual like basically blueprints like manuscripts of how they did it and they didn't use any fire what that's how but that's like how we live now is yeah they didn't use any fire there's no soot inside of the pyramids they actually used um i believe it was copper filaments oh and basically like charged them so that they became light bulbs you know light bulbs they have little copper filaments it's pretty much how it worked right they just did that and then you think without fire, yeah, without fire, they basically like rotated like a, ah, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they rotated. But then you think they didn't have wheels on their wagons. That's right. So they they these these motherfuckers literally took giant stone blocks from the beaches and dragged it along the Nile. Dragged it. Yeah. yeah. And the way they did it was they actually because sand is hard to push on when right. it's dry, but when it's wet, it slides. Okay. These motherfuckers took buckets and put it in front of the wagon and then pushed it. And you're telling me that we're smarter than them? Yeah, right? <laughs> no way. No what way. What the hell? Dude, we're actually dumb now. We're yeah, dumb. Like when you you can't even like we can't even comprehend that. No, we can't. Like, but that crazy. that's what they did. They they moved those blocks hun- what? How many miles? Like hundreds, hundreds of miles. Hundreds yeah, of yeah. miles. And to those pyramids where the water <laughs> like is no water around Dude, anywhere. Yeah. Like it's it it's out. insane. Yeah, it's insane. And people build aqueducts. Like yeah, transfer uh, water. Literal s- like sewer systems. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And like, we couldn't figure that out back then. No, dude, we no way. Imagine if we reset right now. No technology, no nothing. The majority of humans probably wouldn't know how to fucking no, live dude. on their own. It, it would probably like if if all of like if there's a huge like EMP, mm-hmm. all of our technology shut out, or maybe like there was a nuclear holocaust. Whoever survives will not be able to figure out how to do things until probably like a century 
two centuries, three centuries right, later. Right, but there is like that 97%. Like what were we doing exactly. for all like that what, time? What was going on? A hundred thousand years ago, like to to when recorded history started. Yeah. What the hell were we Dude, doing? It's fucking insane. We figured it out. My, figured uh, out. A buddy of mine, he's from Brazil. Okay. And he was saying in Brazil, they actually had a documentary on the history of Brazil. Oh. And when people hear like the Americas, like the new world, mm-hmm. they think like, oh, savages, you know, people that didn't know what they're doing mm-hmm. or like migrants that came across the um, um, fucking Russia to Alaska on the ice bridge. Oh, yeah. Nah, dude. This documentary was straight up Eddie Bravo style. <laughs> he, it was saying that, um, and I can't find it because it's it's probably in Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. But it was saying that there were Chinese artifacts, ancient Chinese artifacts, all throughout central, like South America, Central America, because China actually sailed across the Pacific. Yeah, yeah. Discovered the New World, and there were that's that's where those people came from 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 ancient Chinese. Wow. Like just. Motherfuckers that just cross the ocean are like, oh, we're settling here. Yeah, we're gonna take you this. Know? Is that where the f- is that the first human contact over here, or is that? Um, apparently, that's what that's apparently. what that documentary is saying. Whoa, that's dude, some, that is some just like wild shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, shit that'll blow your mind. Yeah, that's man. the stuff where I'm like, oh fuck, that's probably true. That's probably true, yeah, dude. Dude, oh man, what did I? What, uh, I just like thought of something. I just was thinking about something because uh, it was related. Man, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had it. Oh, well. But, yeah, man, that, see, I love, I do, that, getting a better understanding of up our people, figuring out if, like, what we were doing in that time, figuring out if uh, we were advanced, we might have been advanced Yo, yeah. to a certain point, then nuclear, another nuclear holocaust, like a nuclear holocaust happened. Mm-hmm. And we could have got reset back to now, you yeah. know, to, uh, to where we were at 2,000 years ago. Yeah. You know? So, like, I want to know that stuff so if i ever do become some sort of uh scientist or that a biological uh, scientist i want to know about that stuff i want to know about what's down deep what's real down deep yeah you know so one day dude Maybe. i mean all all that stuff like just time travel time travel <laughs> once we figure out time travel, yeah we're gonna go back in time we're gonna like, holy shit they already knew how to time travel right they already figured the shit out. They destroyed the world through time yeah, travel. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they there's just one motherfucker. Yeah. Like way back in the day, probably like 100,000 years ago, mm-hmm. he figured out time travel and he went forward in the future. He's like, "Dude, this is how you build a nuclear bomb." <laughs> like, "We're going to re- we're going to repeat this cycle. I'm going to yeah. leave before it happens, but mm-hmm. here's how you build a nuclear bomb." He's just fucking with us. Dude, honestly though, it could be like the Matrix. That could be the architect. Yeah, dude. He's he's just going like like he's trying to find like everybody like like all right, we need this guy from Germany, this right. guy. And he's in the perfect formula yeah. of how to create humans. <laughs> and we're I think this might be it. Yeah, but dude. but <laughs> the way it's looking right now could be oh wait a minute, we need to reset. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe right. in the next like fifty years when the yeah, earth dude. is actually deteriorated. Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll uh, we'll like, get another reset. We'll see. Uh, dude, that's why he's going to Mars. He's yeah, like, man. Elon, Elon, look go ahead, to Mars, man. man. He knows, man. There's someone just speaking in his ear. Elon, just just, just go, go to Mars. Mars. SpaceX. It's honestly his probably like great 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 grandfather. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like this really 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 old grandpa uh, yeah, ancestor dude. that is like, look, man, no, you I need to get just, off this planet. Yeah, just some crazy <laughs> shit. I mean, Fuck I, I uh, that. He knows also because he's got electric cars mm-hmm. and he's figuring out electric power. 
Um, because he knows that the earth is going to destroy itself. Just how yeah. we're destroying we it. We don't have much longer. We don't. We really don't. Um, so we're going to we're need to figure something out so quick. Yeah. I think the, the, turbo, the wind turbines is something. I think hydropower is something. But... I mean, solar power is where it's at. Solar power too. Solar yes. power is definitely where it's at. Yeah. Like wind, wind is finite. Wind is finite. But the right. sun is going to outlast us a thousand times over. That's you right. Know? So That's it's true. like. That might be it, man. I think solar panels, if we put solar panels in like this huge field, like a lot, that could power a city. Mm-hmm. Like, so one day it will be like that. Yeah, I dude. think we're like, going to have to figure something out. So, um, You ever seen uh, Before the Flood with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? It's on Netflix. Damn, I watched I f- watch a clip or two of it. But yeah, Dude, it's a, I have no it's, idea. It's a good one. That's crazy. I think it's funny. Yeah. People think it's serious. I think it's funny because <laughs> he's talking about trying to save resources and yeah. save the earth and all that shit, mm-hmm. right? But he's wasting resources, <laughs> flying around all over the world. And it's just like, dude, and it's, it's hilarious because there's actually an Indian lady on it that calls him out for it. He's like... Or, like, he's asking her all these questions, and she's like, you know, we need to do our part. We need to save the world. And she's yeah. like, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm trying. And she's like, no, no, you're not. Like, this this is what you're doing right now. This interview yeah. is fucking everything up. That's and right. he's like, well, well. <laughs> you know, he's just, like, taken aback by it. But, yeah, yeah he was talking to Elon in, at one point in it. Oh, I got to see that. Uh, That's what yeah. I, that part I want Elon was saying that the world can be powered by just a 100... Um, what are they called? Gigafactories. A hundred cool. gigafactories can power the whole world. Wow. Yeah. Indefinitely. I'm yeah. I'm not surprised though. I yeah. Mean, that's and then you know it's it's crazy to think about because we only have three right now, three or four, mm-hmm. and none of them are fully operational. You're right. You know. So Funding. Like, yeah. <laughs> and just like just to imagine the entire world being powered, you know, indefinitely. It has to get to that point at one point. Yeah, dude, it will. Yeah, yeah, it should because we are gonna run out of yeah. what we have right now. Hopefully, hopefully before we die. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the it is on everybody's conscience because we are constantly reminded mm-hmm. of this global warming thing, and now it's talk they talk about it in politics, you know, with Donald Trump and stuff. I think that the way that we talk about things and the way that our things are getting brought to our attention on social media and stuff, I think our our generation is is more in informed for it and also they do believe that they can say whatever they can say more which is good and bad but i think that the way that we are digesting this information and we are learning about it as we grow up i think the our generation will be more focused on it and we have to we're gonna have to be yeah um because we're gonna see the effects in 20 to 30 years we're Mm -hmm. gonna see the the loss of resources we're gonna see resource wars and stuff oh yeah um, water wars water wars uh it's already happening. Yeah, and it is happening. Um, fucking, what is that one movie? Uh, Cloverfield touched on it. I don't know if you saw the Cloverfield par- Paradox. Um, uh, not the Paradox. Yeah. No. Well, that that they had this whole segment of what was happening on Earth was that we were running out of resources. It was 2050, something like that. And the resources, the gas prices were like $10 a gallon and yeah. then they ran out of gas. <laughs> like they'd had no gas left. Dude. That is a reality that will happen if we continue on that path. Dude, um, I love, I love things like that. You, you ever read uh, 1984? Oh yes. Yes. For the whole thing. Dude, that's, I mean, that's crazy because it came out in 1948 mm-hmm. and we're, we kind of avoided it 
but we more just kind of prolonged it. We avoided it at eighteen or yeah. nineteen eighty four. Yeah, we, we thought about it for a minute, and then we're just like, oh. Wait, I think yeah, yeah maybe fine. maybe that book brought it to attention, and then we saw it happening. And we said, no, yeah. we're not gonna do that. Then <laughs> yeah, it, it prolonged happened. it. Yeah. It happened. It happened, dude. And like, um, you ever seen the movie Soylent Green? It's super. No, old. this whoa. is from like the fucking sixties. That sounds crazy. It's like literally in black and white. Um, Soylent Green. You know what Soylent is, right? Uh, is it's that? like a it's like a meal replacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry and people would think like. Oh, that's a funny name because it's made out of soy. Mm-hmm. Actually, Soylent Green is a play from, it's like a play on words from the movie Soylent Green. And, <laughs> dude, I don't want to ruin it because <laughs> the big climax at the end oh. is crazy. It's crazy. But basically, it's about, I want to say, 1999 uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Earth is fucked up, you know extremely overpopulated. I think they said 50 million people in New York alone. <laughs> yeah. People are living in basically slums. Yeah. Um, and the only food they get is Soylent Red, Soylent Yellow, and the newly introduced Soylent Green, you know. Um, and, dude, it's it's crazy because, like, not only is the earth overpopulated, well, obviously, because the earth is overpopulated, they're running out of food. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, like, oh, where are they getting this food from? Right. And there's this detective that goes out and tries to figure that out or he inadvertently figures it out and so yeah I'm, i don't want to ruin it all right well i'll get i'll take that and i'll definitely I'll go watch that movie for sure no oh, fuck it i'm gonna ruin it <laughs> please do <laughs> i i watch dude i watch the spoilers of every crazy movie that dude, comes out so <laughs> at the end the, he figures out that um the factory that produces soylent green mm-hmm. is actually taking workers or even just hobos Killing them and then putting them into the mix. Oh. And so it's making. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Soylent Green is people. And at the end, the big climax, he's like getting. He's, he's been shot. He's like getting dragged out. And he's screaming, like, Soylent Green is people. You're you're eating people. And he's like screaming it. And obviously he got put in the mix. You yeah, know? Yep. And so, dude, I think we're going down that path. Dude, that's the way of population control. <laughs> dude, it is. Because it is. 7 billion people on this, on this continent. 7.5. This world, yeah. I mean, what what was the uh, increase though? It was where like what it was like one billion at one point, and then it just skyrocketed. Uh, it was during the industrial age, right. so like eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. So then, yeah. right then, it skyrocketed since then. Yeah, exponentially. Exponentially. Bro. Like uh, I saw the chart, man. It, you could see right when it hits one billion, it goes boom, mm-hmm. straight up yep. to now. You know, and that that the global warming thing and the resources thing will bring it back down. I'm sure because, yeah. and uh, that might even be, that's, that's going to be our cataclysmic. That is, right there. Oh yeah. That might even like reset society again. <laughs> it, it probably will. Dude, probably we're going to end up with like book of Eli. Dude. Are we going to say that in our lifetime? I think so. Yes. I think when we're old though. Oh yeah. Like when we're dying, like eighty. Like, you know how I was talking earlier about how the politicians and all that shit were, um, they're just like, well, not in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be us. We're, it's going to be our lifetime. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's gonna People be are going to be eating each other and we're we'll going to be like, oh, not in my lifetime. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm 85, man. Yeah, I don't dude. need to. I don't like, need well, to. Well, shit. Fuck this, man. <laughs> yeah, right? I can just eat off plants or whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, I, th- I think I think it'll happen. Something, uh, yeah. Something's going to happen. So We're going to have something that changes our daily life um, in our generation that is going to be related to resources. Yeah. Um, whether it be the gas thing, whether whether it be figuring out how to get food and mm-hmm. grocery stores like running out of food, you yeah. know, um, we're gonna see that not 
not till you know like what we're saying to the end of our lifetime but you know our kids yeah. are gonna be fucked dude and i think um i think we're our, so i think we're our own virus oh, yeah i think our greatest enemies ourselves right mm-hmm. and so it's not in the way where we think directly like nuclear war and all that shit because that's a scary thought mm. but the scarier thought is that we're doing it indirectly like pesticides for for example mm-hmm. did you ever hear the news of the super bug uh, yeah um was that related to the pesticides that they're spraying on the crops yeah they're spraying yeah. on the crops yeah. and then the bugs are getting immune right that's and right there's like the super mosquito and like the super they're roach huge. yeah they're, they're huge they're strong they're ugly dude just imagine if we keep doing that they're just gonna <laughs> it's like steroids for them yeah they're no. just gonna get keep getting bigger dude have you seen the the spiders in uh, australia Oh, huge fuck, ones. Dude, I, I hate I hate bugs <laughs> and just seeing those. I had a terrible dream the other night Uh-oh. about that. Yeah. Holy shit! It was a folding like I, I'm pretty sure I made it up in my own yeah. mind. So it's a spider that um it didn't have like a mouth or anything Uh-oh. that you could see, Uh-oh. but it fucking opened up and that was the mouth like fucking predator style. I was like, oh shit! shit. I woke up immediately I, yeah, in man. a cold sweat. I was like, oh, oh god. You feel anything for the next two days near your feet Dude, yeah, or I was your like, hands. You're like, oh, my God. What the it was, was massive, too. It's like the size of this table. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good thing it was a dream. Yeah. I hope it was a dream. Dude. It's it a glitch in the matrix. It's a simulation, dude. It's showing the real world. <laughs> yeah. Someone in Australia is like, oh, dude, I just got fucked up. Yeah, man. I just got fucked up by the same thing. Yeah, man. Um, have you, uh, Black Mirror, have you seen Black Mirror? Oh, dude, I love Black Mirror. There's an episode that there's this crazy, like, face monster. Uh, in the oh, um, mansion, yeah, 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 yeah. The spider the, one, yeah. I dude, see that in my nightmares. That fucks me I up. see that in my yeah. nightmares. Um, and then when they pull off their skin, skin in that, in that oh, episode, dude. oh, you God. um, you watch all of them, right? Yeah, I've seen every dude. That's the future, right? There. That is they're the predicting future. the future, they are, yeah, dude. In and that's in fiction, but yeah. it's like using basing itself off of society right now mm-hmm. and it's figuring it out yeah this is probably where it could it could go you know? yeah yeah um this is a possibility possibility and it's definitely honestly some of those some of those could be taking place in different spots of the, the world you know so like the, yeah you know the um there's a social credit in china right i saw yeah, yeah. and that i saw that i follow like the subreddit on on black mirror um so they were talking sending that stuff all in there and like, man, you know, that's just going to come here eventually. It's going to be using a basis of like Instagram and stuff of yeah. like how many likes you get and it'll show up on your Uber dude. profile or something. Yeah, you know? dude, that's, that's the future. That is scary future. future. Did you, um, did you do the banner snatch? Yeah. Twice. Did you get all the endings? Yeah. We went through all of it. How long we did it take you? Oh, it took us like five hours. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch all of it? Yeah. It, it took us about five hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The first time we went through, we like immediately died. <laughs> Just like immediately. It was probably took like 10 minutes. Same, same. And then you get reset and it's yeah. like, oh shit, wait, <laughs> there's more to this. Dude. Oh man. One time I thought we got all six endings, Me too, yeah. but then I was watching with my friend and like telling her, explaining to her like, all right, you got to do this to get that ending, do this to mm-hmm. get that ending. She's like, well, what if I do this? I'm like, no, that's, that's just gonna get you this ending yeah. and then it was like happening i was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> fucking glitch in the matrix dude whoa dude that one ending where he gets into full action fight with the therapist dude, that's the, best one. <laughs> <laughs> the best ending man because yeah. then he tries to get and then you try to go out the window yeah and they're like wait wait that's not what you're like supposed cut, to do yeah, like, like, cut, cut. <laughs> i love that man yeah, i like dude. that that that's was hilarious <laughs> Killed me. And then uh, the ending where it's um, the girl making Bandersnatch, the movie Bandersnatch. Like, 
Yeah, um, yeah. That's like a um, the one where it's like Banner Snatch was was um, a game, mm-hmm. and then she's trying to recreate. Yeah, recreate right. it. Yeah. And that that was mind blowing, man. I I love seeing fourth wall kind of stuff too. So yeah. that that was Dude. a good treat. A great treat. Man, do you, did you ever um, play any games like that? Man, um, no. I played the Oregon, Oregon Trail. Oregon okay, Trail. Yeah, yeah, Oregon Trail, yeah. That was close to that, but it wasn't yeah. It wasn't like the branching There's sword. Though. The ones where you like have to type what you're doing. Yeah, I never got the, to that. Yeah, no. I, I tried one of those one time. Yeah. Um, Mind-numbingly boring. Oh, there. Because all it is is text. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're confronted with two doors. Pick, I picked the left door. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a troll. It's like I want to kill the troll. It's like you need a sword or whatever. You don't have a weapon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all right, hit. You know, you gotta like keep Button. typing like like stab the troll, stab the troll. Yeah. Same thing. Um, like that. The Dungeons and Dragons is like that, right? Like the role playing thing. They like, um, follow like a storyline. Dungeons and Dragons actually, um, it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, you I, know, I played once. Podcast wise, actually, there's a shit ton of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, podcasts. man. Uh, man, I I used to follow uh this one. It was like Twitch too. They they did it on Twitch, yeah. and I found a lot of like really good like people on there. It was like yeah, really interesting to listen to. It's all it's all fun and games, man. It's it all is. fun and games. I played it once. It was fun. It w- I liked doing it just because you get to like role play and all that. Yeah, you get you get immersed in it. You know. Yeah, it's, man. It's if you get if you if you are with a good group of people, is really yeah, what matters. Yeah. Um, which yeah matters with most things. So. Yeah. Just. It's it's a fun escape. Yeah, you know, so that's really what it is. I yeah. think everyone needs that. Yeah, and yeah. you figure out what you would do. You you figure out what you would do in like a different reality kind of shit. You yeah, know? same thing with video games. I think because so um, you know Dungeons and Dragons is really restricted to being Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, you know, of course they have like their offshoots, but um, I think it would be really interesting, especially for like modern people to really get into it, is like. Um, Apocalypse style, like post-apocalypse. Mm-hmm. You know, like like a zombie dungeon, or mm. like um, like a cannibals dungeon. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a like a fucking Mad Max thing. Yes. You know, yeah. that'd be good. That'd be crazy. Yeah. And then they have um, some like spaceship, a space like in the future. Yeah, one. yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of cool. Like fucking Star Trek, right? <laughs> <laughs> or um, man, I don't know what else for that. There's a lot of that. They should like branch out a little more with yeah it. Those, nah. those would be interesting oh yeah. the, there's a scam right there that's that's the scam <laughs> there we go dude it's the second scam i do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea man i like it <laughs> is this your longest one? Oh, for sure yeah yeah i think it's 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 a trend you know it, it keeps getting longer keeps and longer i like it i like it yeah and i think you're getting just better at podcasting so yeah, that you learn yeah. more like topics what you know? yeah yeah what what to say next like yeah. what topic to yeah, at to some point it's on. gonna be like 24 hour it's gonna marathon live, live yeah live stream. oh dude twitch. twitch another scam there we go yo <laughs> live right, stream yeah. 24 hours man i like it um but uh yeah i think we'll cut this one here all right um, you got any shout outs? Uh, shout out Angie the Idea, myself, um, to Instagram, Twitter, Angie the Idea, all one word, no no caps, no nothing. Um, an idea, A N space I D E A, on iTunes, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. Just put out two songs this week because um, I just had to get them off my hard drive. Uh, shout out Chocolate Soda and shout out The Dropouts. <laughs> you want to. Um just send me some links and, yeah, then I'll, and I'll post them onto the Underneath description. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, guys, that was uh, Andrew. Andrew, the idea, an idea. You know, he just basically plugged himself mm-hmm. entirely. Chocolate sauce. Chocolate sauce. Uh, missing campers, too, man. Missing campers. Missing campers. That's R&B. Dude, right? Yeah. Modern soul. Yeah, modern soul, it. man. There yeah. you go. Uh, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, I, of course, I dude. It. it was a lot of fun. I like um, it. But 
usual spiel, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys are new listeners, I try and post every Monday. Um, and if you like what you heard, you know, you, you can check out more pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, like anywhere. If it's not there, you know, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Pandora even, Spotify. If I'm not somewhere that you like to listen to podcasts, let me know. Um, and write a review. I need fucking reviews, guys. I don't mean to cuss, but I, I need reviews. Um, regular listeners, thank you guys so much for the continued support. Um, it's been awesome seeing the number keep keep going steady. Um, and yeah, thanks, Andrew. Thanks thank for you. coming on. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Get out there, get hungry, and good luck.